All right, welcome on into the episode five of the oh, Beer yeah. Money Podcast. Oh, and yeah. You know who it's brought to you by? It's brought to you by Kyle McGeechan of Two Rivers Realty. Uh huh. Right now, we're getting Always. right into hunting season. It's hunting season for all you guys out there. Mm-hmm. It's hunting season for Kyle McGeechan as well. You know, so he's not out in that tree stand trying to find that trophy deer. He's out in the market trying to find you, your trophy home. Mm-hmm. He's always hustling, he's always hunting, and he's going to find you that home. Always. I guarantee it. Kyle's a great guy. He's going to mm-hmm. get you a great deal. So you should give him your business. Mm-hmm. Help him out. Help us out. And we'll all right. help each other. Hell yeah. All righty. It's teamwork. Teamwork makes a dream work. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right, baby. All right. I am your host, Big Ben. As always, I am joined by my producer extraordinaire and co-host, Hamlin. Oh, Ham. yeah, baby. How we doing? All righty. And then my other co-host, we got Buzz, a.k.a. Buzz Owens. How we mm-hmm. doing, Buzz? Oh, all yeah. Right. Alrighty, alrighty. So we got a we got a pretty good weekend slate of games coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best, certainly not as good as last weekend, but still plenty for us to talk about. Yep. And guess what? Yep. You know the units are the same color. That's no right. No matter what, if you know that's what right, I mean. That's right, baby. You know it doesn't it don't matter. matter the game, it doesn't matter baby. Who's playing as long as you're on the right side of it. Oh right? yeah, that's right. right. So once again, we we do have to talk about something real quick. Mm-hmm. I think you guys probably know this is our trademark at this point. Um, mm-hmm. We got to get the housekeeping out of the way, if you mm-hmm. will. Yep. And um, once again, we just had something come up in, in real life, and it mm-hmm. just so happens to be something that you know, we just got to get off our chest and talk about on the show. Yep. And so, uh, you know, myself, Big Ben, and Buzz, we've, we've both known Ham for a long time, mm-hmm. and we've, we've always known he loves getting that ass ate. <laughs> if there's one thing, if there's one you, thing know, you know baby. about Ham, he loves getting that ass ate. That's right. You know it, baby. But, thi- but this week, yeah, baby. it turns out he's getting his ass ate by something that maybe yeah. wasn't Maybe he didn't ask for. Yeah. Maybe he didn't expect to see there this yeah, morning. That's true. Maybe it's not the greatest thing for his health. That's true. So, uh, so Ham, if you don't mind telling the people real yeah. quick, we can get this out of the way, but yeah. uh, you, so, you, were getting, uh, you were getting your ass eaten a little bit, weren't you? <laughs> that's right. You know, so this morning I wake up a little low energy, so I apologize in advance if I'm a little bit lower energy than you're accustomed to seeing from me, but I wake up this morning and I'm getting in the shower and as I'm washing myself, I'm washing my backside. I feel something, and I'm like, damn, you know, that kind of hurt. Surprise. I was like, what the hell is that? You know, you're not expecting to feel I anything. Wasn't, I wasn't there, so it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it wasn't right. me that so time. So like, damn, what the hell's back there? So I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm going to go check this out, right? And I don't have my glasses on in the shower, so I'm looking back, and I just see this red spot, and I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. So I grab my phone, and I snap this picture. Oh! <laughs> And wait, 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 wait. I, said, I didn't I, know that's how you found out. Oh, yeah, out. that's how I found out. <laughs> I can't see anything without my glasses on. Yo, so and you, since I'm in the shower, so you I especially a- can't see anything. I'm turning around. I can't tell what the hell it is. <laughs> all I know is it hurts. So I'm like, all right, here we go. So you Moment a of truth. Of your own I take asshole. a picture. I'm turned around. It's like on the lower left cheek. And I'm like, all right, what the hell is it? So Damn, I look at dude. it. And man, live and direct on my ass cheek. Is a fucking tick. T I C K. That's a T. There was a tick in my ass cheek. And I look back, man, it's red as hell. I'm like, what the fuck? Instantaneously, what do I do? I, I grab it with my fingers and I'm trying to pull it out. My skin's just stretching, man. It won't fucking move. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm freaked out, bro. I'm fucking freaked out. I had to call my wife. I had to tell her. I had to vent about this. I'm like, God. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm fucking tired. You know, bless I'm a hypochondriac, heart, you know, so God bless her, she comes home. By the time she gets to it, she's looking at my ass, right? I got oh. my fucking drawers down. I'm like, baby, I need you to take this out. Hey, at least I'm it so was clean at that out. point. I'm so free. That's at least, right. at least I'm showered, baby. 
So she's back there looking. She looks at it. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure I can get this. And she's pulling on it. I'm not feeling anything. I'm like, what the hell? You know, why doesn't this hurt? Is it in yet? Somehow the whole thing just is gone. And now I've fucking lost it. Oh. Now I don't even know where the hell the fucking thing is, man. Maybe it just ate its fill. It ate my ass and it fucking left. Got itself some birthday cake and left. That's right. A little dine and dash. He gave you a little hickey to remember him by. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I might have a scar to fucking remember him forever. Yeah. And I do assume it was a man because this seems like a man thing to do. Just eating my ass without me even knowing about it. (laughs) (laughs) That don't sound like a woman. <laughs> Yo, I did not. I actually didn't think about it when you told us that story at first. I, it never crossed my mind. Like, how did he find out it was yeah. on the inside of his ass cheek? It yeah. really never crossed my mind how yeah. he found that out. But uh, yeah, I got the picture to prove it. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. need. You know, we can just. Uh, I got want. enough of a picture in my, yeah. my mind right now. <laughs> the mental but, uh, image is enough. Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, we decided we're gonna change the cover art of the podcast. That to, yeah, be the new one. Yeah, yeah, we have new cover art. Thick, yeah. tick. <laughs> <laughs> The Thick Tick Podcast. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So not the greatest start to my morning. I'm hoping that the the evening treats me a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So is it uh, so is it like sore at all? Are you are you good? Or? Yeah. Because we can I'm... get you one of those like donuts. Yeah. <laughs> donuts. Well, it wouldn't be a bad idea, to. man. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you right now, I can feel it right now. It definitely feels like I got stabbed in my ass cheek. That's for sure. <laughs> that's definitely oh, man. the truth. Oh man! But we're powering through it, you know. Yeah, I don't fucking. Uh, I don't sit out injury. I'm no, here, baby. No man. No man. And even even with the worst Lyme disease, God forbid. Knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. Nothing yeah. happens to you. That's right. But nothing will stop you from getting up for these games. That's right, baby. Lyme disease or not. God that's damn. right, baby. I gotta get them units, and you know that. That's right. You fucking know that. That's right. Alright. Well we've been we've spent enough time being foul. Yeah. Foul language. <laughs> Talking about ass. <laughs> <laughs> ass, ass, when ass. Hey dicks, it's ass. <laughs> Alright. We gotta turn this back into a kid's show. This is this is ridiculous. This is a family this show. Is, this is a family show. I yeah. will not stand for this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There goes our support from the church. That's yeah. right. All right. We were almost there too. They yeah. almost had us in to do a live show this Sunday, but <laughs> there goes that. Except we're too old. There goes that. Yeah. We're too old. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh-oh. Let's, let's oh, my God. Get back right. to what it's supposed to be about. All right. Let's get, let's get right. down a bit. Talking you know about what, sports. You know what I actually listened to today? It mm. got me pumped up. I had to drive. Uh, I had to go out of town to run some errands. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was getting in my truck. And the first song that popped in my head was uh, Business by Eminem. Mm-hmm. Let's get down to business. Yep. Yeah. Classic. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to get right down to business. That's right. All right. Hell so like we, said, like we said, there, the slate for college football is not as strong this week as, as it was last week. Uh, this week, we're kind of looking more at um, Big 12 and SEC games. Uh, the Big 10 and ACC, neither of those conferences have any real strong games. Um, but we're going to start out with our darling from last week, uh, the Texas Longhorns. They have Oklahoma State coming to town. They're mm-hmm. playing in Austin at the University of Texas. Okay. When I was research- researching this game earlier, Texas was a five-point favorite, so they're a minus five. Mm-hmm. And the total was at 60 points. So the okay. over-under was at 60, right? Mm-hmm. Right before we started recording, we looked at the line one more time, and it's already down to Texas minus four. So that's a full point that that game has been bet down. Mm-hmm. So that means people are hammering OK hammering. State. And originally when I was looking at this game, my first thought was, oh, yeah, it, this is easy. You got Texas at home. Uh, 
You know, they have an explosive offense. I'll lay five points for Texas. They'll cover that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as the day went on, I kept hearing Lee Corso's old-ass voice in my head. Mm. Not so fast, my friend. Mm-hmm. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. And the deeper you dig into this game and you look at the, in the you know, the devil's in the details. Mm-hmm. And the devil will get you if you, right. if you try to hop on Texas too early. No, and that's what I was devil. trying to do. But guess what? I changed my mind. I started looking at this game. Texas loves to run the ball. I think mm. they're averaging like 240 250 every game as a team. Damn. And and, and uh, Oklahoma State, they have one of the best r- rushing defenses in the country. They're not even l- allowing 100 yards per game. Wow. If you think of this day and age in college football, mm-hmm. they're not even giving up 100 yards per game. And Damn, they're not playing son. cupcakes either. Mm-mm. They're playing legit Big 12 competition. They don't need that sugar. So the more I look at it, you know, I'm going to start out with – you know, I got more to say about this game. I don't want to hog the mic, though. I'm starting out right now saying I'll probably take Oklahoma State with the points, whether mm-hmm. it's four or five, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely taking the under. Okay. The total is at 60. I'm definitely taking the under in this game. Okay. I'll probably take Oklahoma State in the points as well, but I do need to hand this off to Buzz because I know he's got a couple points to make about this game, too. You know it, baby. Yeah, this isn't uh, the type of week that – you can just see some obvious units out there. This is definitely more of a dig and search, see what you can find underneath the surface. Mm-hmm. It's I can tell you're, I can tell you're excited. Yeah. I can tell you're excited. Yeah, I'm not definitely. too excited because it's, uh, it's, it's more tough, so it's almost like actually having to focus and just no, – Yeah, you, know, you really got to like, do your homework. This one's definitely different. Um, like you said, though, usually I want to go with a team like Texas. Like with their running, I'm like – the team that they're playing is not good against a run. That's usually, okay, they got a chance for sure. Mm-hmm. Like you said, though, they've only given up 91 yards a game. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. again, I'm not saying they played bad teams, but they're also the teams they play aren't exactly these teams that um, sit there and just uh, run the ball. I mean, they got a lot of – they played Kansas State, who is a little more definitely running, yeah, uh, run they, heavy. They love to run, but yeah. Baylor, Baylor passes more, more than not. You know what I mean? So, like, that makes sense that they kept it low that game. Mm-hmm. Boise State, they pulled out that one. That was a close game, though. They won by one against them. They only yeah, won. Boise's like a crazy. They're pretty balanced. They it, Tulsa, they only beat Boise. them by five. Yeah. Then uh, Montana State, they only beat them by six. Montana. Yeah, it's so, weird. If you look at the Oklahoma State schedule, they're not. The they're margins not, are not huge, but right. But I mean, you can't. But they're winning them. five and zero, oh, man. Right? They're five yeah. And oh, I think. yeah. So. It's tough because I'm looking at this, and it's just like the points per game is almost twenty points to Texas. They're scoring a lot more. Allowed, though, they're giving up 11 points more than Oklahoma State, which is, you know, it's, it's a decent margin, but when you're scoring more than 20, like 20 more than the other team, that also is like, okay, well, it's kind of back and forth. Mm-hmm. Total yards, you know, 480 for Texas, 378 for Oklahoma State. But then the defense, again, it's that defense of Texas yeah. with, like, giving up the run. That's kind of where I'm at right now. They're, they got 159 yards a game Oklahoma State does on the ground. That's what they average as a team. And Oklahoma State's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have a great running back, but their quarterback can run, too. He better because he's throwing five touchdowns. But he can picks. also, so he's oh, not gee. throwing that great. Yeah. And yeah. I think that I think if they if Oklahoma State leans on the run, I think that's definitely going to be their best their best yeah, chance of this. You got to keep that Texas offense off the field because that's all yeah. they have going for him. So if you can control the it. clock, if you're Oklahoma State, you can control the clock on offense and keep Texas on the sideline. Right. You know. That's really their best chance. So, That's why I like the under, because I think they're going to try to chew up a game clock. But. Right, I was going to say, I'm not personally putting anything on this one. No units out there for this. I do like the under as well, just because I think when you limit that rushing game for Texas, that's going to just keep that clock ticking, but with less big yeah. gains. Um, and as far as, you know, I'm, I would stay away from the spread either way. If you're just going to go money line, Oklahoma State seems like, you know, the way to go. But as far as 
the team itself, and they're actually they're plus one sixty for money line. So you get more yeah. you get value going to Oklahoma State, who's you know ranked twelve compared to twenty five. Mm-hmm. But that's part of me honestly says me, if I was gonna pick money yeah. line, I would you know taking away who's got the the juice yeah. and all this stuff, I would go. T- I think Texas could win this game. I think that's kind of it's kind of a sketchy call, but I mean Texas yeah. if they didn't take out Riley last week, Texas win that game. I'm not saying it's not an excuse to lose, but also like. They had a good game plan. I don't see that happening again against Oklahoma State. We're all sending new quarterbacks coming in, a different look that throws you off. I guess if I had to go, I'd go Texas. This is a weird game for me. Like, I almost didn't even want to pick this one because I'm like, man, this is just this is a tough one. But I think Texas will pull this one out. And they're at home. That was my big thing. That's why I think Texas will pull it out. I don't think they're going to lose at home and go. like that's, They'll be unranked after that. They'll lose their ranking. I don't see them letting that go. I think Texas will pull this one out. And I honestly think part of it is they're going to run. They're going to get more than 91 yards against that Oklahoma State defense. Mm-hmm. I think personally they'll get at you least. Think. I think they'll get. Well, I can go buck twenty five, buck twenty five more maybe, and I think that's about all yeah. you'll need. Because Casey Thompson played great last week, and he showed that he's legit. Yeah. I think he'll be just fine in the passing game. I think Texas will end up winning this one, but I mean, like I said, this is a tough one. Yeah, and I think the other thing that the reason I was kind of leaning towards Oklahoma State as far as the spread for me, I'd rather probably take the point. I don't know if I'm going to roll the dice on a money line, but I, like I'd rather have the five points to play with. Um, so I think I'd rather keep that for um, for what it is. But the other reason I'm I'm kind of leading Oklahoma State is because you know Oklahoma and Texas have this big shiny light on them. They're the Red River rivalry. They're the big shiny rivalry game. Mm-hmm. They're both they're both leaving the Big Twelve because they're too good for the Big Twelve. They're going to the SEC. They're too good to be still in the Big Twelve, right? Mm-hmm. They're the two teams. Remember, Texas and and Oklahoma. They're both leaving in 2025 to go to the SEC. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma State was pissed. Mm-hmm. They're like, what do you guys think? You're, too, you're gonna fuck up our whole conference because you want to go play SEC ball? Yeah. So on their shoulder. Oklahoma State definitely has a chip on their shoulder. Yep. So That's Texas exactly is coming. Texas is coming down off of a really heartbreaking loss, a game that they thought that they were gonna win easily, and then you know they're coming home. They might be a little down, and then you got Oklahoma. State. It'd be one thing if Oklahoma State was playing 500 football right now, but they're not. They're one of the best defenses in the country. Uh, they they got everything to gain here. They got, a, they got the chip on their defense, shoulder. They yeah. want to come in and mm-hmm. punch Texas in the mouth. Be like, oh, you're too good for Big Twelve. You think you're you think you're better than Big Twelve? Well, how about we hand you this L at home? How about mm-hmm. that? So I really like the way you know Oklahoma State. You know, in my gambling brain, you got to always counter. You know, you got to factor in the you know the the storylines and and all mm-hmm. that you know all, all that variables. extra shit and the mm-hmm. drama. No so that's the only reason I'm leaning towards Oklahoma State. I probably won't take the spread on this game. I probably won't take the points, but I will mm-hmm. definitely take that under. I think that under is going to hit by 10 points easy. Okay. So, I mean, you know, if Texas doesn't get the running game going, they're going to get blown out. So, there is that. So, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, it's a it's a questionable game. I yeah. personally wouldn't sit out there and put any units on it, and I wouldn't really direct anyone either way. Besides under, I do end, like the unders. I will say that. End of the day, we're trying to put uh, lipstick on a pig of a, of a college football slate this weekend. We're trying to make this <laughs> shit yeah. interesting. At the end of the day, these games, aren't, these games aren't great. Um, speaking of pigs, we got the hogs coming up next. We got Auburn. Auburn's traveling to Arkansas. Um, Auburn's coming off a uh, a loss to Georgia. Arkansas mm-hmm. as well was was got their ass kicked by Georgia a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. They had kind of a, a letdown loss at uh, Ole Miss last week. Uh, last play of the game, uh, they tried to win the game on a two point conversion rather than sending it to overtime with the extra point. Mm-hmm. Um, the Arkansas is favored here. They're minus four and a half. The total is fifty four. Um, me, this is going to be my Fort Knox lock of the week. I, I, okay. don't, think, I don't think that surprises any, anybody. I'm going to stay with Arkansas. They're my team this year. I don't think that surprises it. anybody. I'm taking Arkansas, minus four and a half. A I'm laying those points. Um, 
when you again, once you factor in all the circumstances, Arkansas hasn't been at home since they've been playing these tough games. Mm-hmm. You know, they went on the road to play Georgia, got their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Went on the road to play Ole Miss, didn't get their ass kicked, but kind of had like a heartbreaking loss, right? Mm-hmm. So now they're coming back home. You know their crowd's going to be worked up. They want to yep. show these boys that they care about them. Mm-hmm. They've had two tough losses. Yep. Arkansas has got it clicking again after up, that maybe. Georgia. Auburn's really not that great. Um, Arkansas yeah, last year had they pretty much got dominated and and uh, and gypped out of a win over Auburn by a bad call. So mm. they got that chip on their shoulder as well. Mm-hmm. I love Arkansas here uh, minus four and a half. If I could find an alternate line and take them minus eight or minus nine for plus money, I would. Ooh. Or plus units, but uh, make it interesting. My Fort Knox lock of the week is Arkansas Fort minus four Knox and a half. I absolutely lock. love that number this week. I think they're gonna roll over Auburn. Roll, baby. Roll hogs, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you look at just on paper, these teams are actually pretty close. But obviously, we're looking right. at past that. I mean, just on paper, mm-hmm. though, they are really close. I mean, yards is only yards allowed is only separated by seventeen points. Mm-hmm. And the total yards per team is only separated by eight. That's I mean, what's like, interesting like about close. this total is what's. Mm-hmm. Do you have Auburn's points per game? Yeah, they got thirty-five points per game, yeah. and Arkansas has got thirty-two. Points That's why this total is so interesting to me. It's only fifty-four, which makes me think. Uh, well, they're both pretty solid on defense. I think it's right. going to be a. I think at least Vegas is sitting there saying this is a defensive battle more than mm-hmm. you know, like an offensive but like firepower game. But you don't know though. So do you have our do you have Auburn's schedule and and uh, where they played yep. Penn State a couple weeks ago? What was the final score of that? I know they lost Penn State, but they lost the by eight. Okay, so you go to Penn State. I know Penn State is. I mean, it's not an SEC venue, but it's mm-hmm. pretty fucking close. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say that that you know, as far as northern football goes, Penn State's about as close as Dude, you're going to get to totally an SEC. Got a hundred thousand plus people right. in there. I mean, so, totally so say that's that. a tough road game. So if you take that, <laughs> if you take that as a working example, right? Auburn trying to go to Penn State and win. If, mm-hmm. Uh, my money, if, if Arkansas plays Penn State tomorrow, Arkansas wins. I know everybody's got a boner for Penn State, but I'm going to take mm-hmm. Arkansas all day on that matchup. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at the spread, at Arkansas only minus four and a half. Mm-hmm. If Auburn lost to Penn State by eight, what are they going to do against Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Arkansas is a superior team. I know that's not a popular mm-hmm. opinion. I know everybody wants to, to have sex with Penn State. Uh, but <laughs> that's a touchy subject. But I mean, just looking at it in that <laughs> yeah. sense, looking at it in football terms, I don't know why this number is, is this low. But uh, I'm mm-hmm. still going to take it. I'm going to take it all day long and twice mm-hmm. on Saturday. Okay. But, uh, yeah, oh, I love this okay. pick. That's my lock of the week. So. Lock. Yeah, no, I like it. I'll definitely go with Arkansas, too. They broke my heart against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, they really hurt me against Georgia. But well, what, what did, you, did you take them? Did you take a money line? I took money line. Oh, okay. And when you're looking, the, the, you got two games to compare. I mean, you got one game to compare, at least, like one team you can. You got Georgia. They both played Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um. Arkansas, as we know, we've talked about quite a bit. They lost 37 nothing, but we also talked about how sloppy and awful they looked in the first half. Yeah, and I know was, part of that kind is of a on throw it out the window game. Part of that's mm-hmm. yeah. Part of it's yes, Georgia's got a good defense, but also Georgia isn't making them oh, commit so. all those penalties. That's true. So right. I mean, and it's a good point. Georgia and when Auburn played, they lost to Georgia 34 to 10 last week. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see that? So at least shit. they put up a little bit of points. But again, I, mean, that was, I think that was if in, Arkansas didn't that was do all at that, Auburn, right? that wasn't in Athens, was it? That was at Auburn. Yeah, it so was I bet you if the, I bet you if they play that game in Athens at, at Georgia, I bet Auburn doesn't score either. Yeah, and that quarterback, okay. uh, yeah, Bo Nix. Yeah, garbage. he's not good on the road. Bo, garbage. his stats on the road are pretty rough over his career. Bo um, but yeah, no, I definitely go with Arkansas. I don't think there's too too much more to say about it. Besides, I mean, I think the defensive battle is definitely possible here, but I think Arkansas's offense is 
much better than yeah, Auburn's is, defense. So like I kind of like that. Too weird for me to try to to try to fuck with that all. I mean, I guess you can try the over. The over's not a bad idea, but uh, I'm really not even gonna fuck with it. I'm just gonna take uh, Arkansas. Laying the four and a half points. Um, that's, that's don't forget Ar- should be- Arkansas be A and M too, and yeah. I know that everyone was right. kind of off that train, but hey, they just went out and beat Bama. So hey, you see that, baby? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's it. So what's our next one? I just wanted to throw this game in real quick. Uh, it's, it's Duke going to University of Virginia. I actually I'm going down there. I'm flying out tomorrow. I'm flying to DC. Uh, then we're driving up to Charlottesville, Virginia. Right. To watch this uh, University of Virginia game against I Duke. I thought he was just lying. Um, so, <laughs> so, so even though you're thinking, why the fuck are they talking about this? I just wanted to throw it in because I think it's a it's a value pick for uh, for sneaky units. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally wouldn't talk about this game, oh, but uh, I've been keeping up with the weather all week because obviously, if I'm going there, I want to make sure it's a nice day for a game. Mm-hmm. Turns out, it is not going to be a nice day. Oh shit! Uh, there's like a 50 to 75 percent <laughs> chance of rain all day long. They have the total at 69 and a half right now. It's at 70 now. I, it's at 70 now. Okay, so that means people. Will, that means people number. are betting the betting the uh, betting it to go over, which mm-hmm. I don't understand at all. Sloppy I do know you. I, I do know U of A, UVA can score a lot. They have been playing pretty well, and mm-hmm. Duke can Duke can hang points against scrubs, but Duke Duke's not scoring 30 points against UVA. Mm. And UVA is not scoring 40 points while Duke scores 30, 30 points. I think this is an under all day long. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the radar and the weather all week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a shitty-ass day. There's no fucking way, no okay. fucking way, no fucking way that they get to 70 points. I can guarantee you that. If I could get a second Fort Knox okay. lock of the week, it would be that this game goes under. You can have a second one. And you know what else? I already put, I yeah. already put five units for this game to go under already. Okay. Because I'm going to be at that game. I want to have a little extra juice on it. But uh, even, even if I wasn't going to this game, if I saw that total, I'd be like, what the fuck is mm-hmm. this? So I, the only reason I brought this game up, just real quick, I think this is a value pick. If you want to win some mm-hmm. easy units, it's a really easy way to do it. Load up on this under. I think there's no way that this doesn't okay. hit. There's no way they get to 70 points on a shitty day mm-hmm. in, in Virginia. His second Fort Knox luck. Yeah, you got, I mean, total yards for each team here. You're looking 525.8 for Virginia and 495.8. For Duke, that's what they average yards a game, so they get a lot of yards. Yeah. But also, you just talked about the rain and Damn, picking that under. They're definitely f- Virginia's four hundred and twelve yards. Pitches. Yeah, Virginia's four hundred and twelve yards a game passing. Right. Oh, like shit. they go big on yeah. the passing. Yeah. I mean, Duke's like two seventy seven, which is solid number. I mean, four twelve. I think they're clearly relying on that. Yeah. I mean, and it's not impossible at the college level. Obviously, you learn to play in the rain, this and that. It's I understand, just, but it's not gonna. It's not like it doesn't affect them. Like I so, I think it, it depends there. on the amount of rain. But I definitely don't see that. I like the under here. Yeah. Um, they do both defenses, though. They give up a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, 430 for Duke and 427 Virginia. And, and I think mm-hmm. that's why they're putting the total that high. I do, too. Want, I think they're going strictly by like, numbers oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a shootout. But yeah. yeah. It's not like, it's not like a weather report a is inside point. information. Right. I, everybody can see that. Mm-hmm. But I've been keeping up on it all week. It's no fluke. It's definitely going to rain. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no doubt about it. It's going to be shitty weather. These are two teams that, you know – are pass heavy. They're not going to get in a shootout in a fucking pissing rainstorm. Okay, mm-hmm. especially yeah. not. So if if this was like a sixty-four point total, I'd be like, okay, maybe don't hammer the under. But mm-hmm. at seventy points, seventy points. Are you kidding me? Take that under all day long. I like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, that was our that was our toilet bowl game of the week. Yeah. Um, we'll be we'll get back to. I th- in my opinion, this is probably the best matchup talent wise and the best. Okay, I definitely have to make sure I see Duke this game. Duke and Virginia. 
<laughs> no. We got a new game coming up. I hope not. So I'm talking about Kentucky going to Georgia. Okay. I know we've beaten Georgia to death. We talk about Georgia every week, but it's probably because they're the number one team in the nation right now. Yep. Uh, and they're Alabama playing good got teams their, week in and week out. Alabama got embarrassed last week against Texas A&M. Georgia mm-hmm. is now the top dog. They're the top Bulldogs. Oh. oh. I, think, I think it's the first oh, time. I see it. I think it's the first time that they've been number one ranked uh, unanimously since like the 1970s or something. I saw an article. Wow. That mentioned that, but wow, um, yeah, Kentucky's going to Georgia. Georgia's favored, uh, my minus 22 and a half. The total is at 44 and a half, which is very interesting when you when you think about those two numbers side by side. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick, I'm gonna stay away from the total because I don't know if Georgia's gonna cover that. They probably will. Uh, you know, when you look at that on the surface level, um, you see, oh, 22 and a half points for Kentucky. Kentucky's really good, yeah, let me mm-hmm. let me take that, but. I just don't think Kentucky's going to move the ball at all in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to be a game that's maybe like 24-7, to 24-6. I just mm-hmm. don't see them getting to 44.5 points. Um, I'm not in love with that spread, so that's why I'm going to stay away from it, but I'm definitely going to take uh, under 44.5. Okay. Georgia's just way too good. They're not going to give up points to, to Kentucky, not enough to hit the over. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, i got a few more notes about this, but, uh, Buzz, do you have anything on this game? I think you already brought up a lot of the good points, but yeah, I mean that Georgia defense Bunker. is just the obvious one every time. <laughs> like, I mean, they're just so good, and I know that Kentucky's offense is looking pretty solid, but mm-hmm. they rely pretty heavy on the run, and you're not going to run against that Georgia front. Mm. I just don't see it happening. Um, okay. I was listening to so our last that's, episode. That's a big point. I think it was our yeah, last for episode. Me at least. Yep. You name dropped Jordan Davis. Yep. And I was like. How the fuck did he know that motherfucker's name? Because all I remember is seeing him on the screen and being like, that guy is a monster. Yeah, no, he's good. <laughs> and I didn't know what his name was. Yep. So props to you for fucking knowing who that was. Because I didn't know. I just saw what him on the screen. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, no, uh, he's, I mean, he's just, they talk about him quite a bit. I mean, on game day, too. And they bring him in on uh, goal line on offense. They bring him in to block, too. as like a fullback and a t- Damn, an extra that tackle. size and speed. Yeah. He's, he's going to be, yeah. he's going to be legit at the next level. Yeah. Um, he definitely eats up that middle. And then when, if you're Kentucky and you want to run to that middle, you're not going to be able to. No, you want to try no to run chance. outside, that Georgia defense is fast. No Good chance. luck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I don't like the spread here either because it could easily slip away from Kentucky fast. Yeah. I do mm-hmm. like, though, you know, like, I like that Kentucky's relevant. I you know I like that they're 6-0. and Like, this is the first time since 1950 they've had a 6-0 and start. Damn. You know, Mark Stoops going in there. He's doing well. And I hate to rain on their parade there, but it's about to be 6-1. and okay. They're not going to yeah. – I don't think they're going to pull this one out. I hate to do it, I but think I'm going I think if you're Kentucky – I think as long as you don't get absolutely embarrassed the way that Georgia has embarrassed the rest of the SEC this year, mm-hmm. as long as you come out of that stadium, you're not a, you you tell your guys, yeah, we're gonna come in and, and win this game and shock the world. You're not, mm-hmm. but as long as you kind of as long as you don't get embarrassed, right? That's still kind of a win. I think you cover the spread. I that's agree. a win. Yeah, you cover that twenty-two and a half. Spread, yeah, that's a win. It's kind of but, a win because uh, Georgia's deep. Like I said, they're just too good. And even though I'm not a big fan of Bennett at all for the Georgia's quarterback there, mm-hmm. they can do well and the, they can do enough on the ground that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's I think kind I of, think I remember uh, Ham when you brought up or Ham you brought up. Um, sorry, you went down there. Right so now. good. I'm gonna cover that. But the uh, last game when we were doing the they recaps, when we were doing the recaps for uh, <laughs> Arkansas and Georgia, you brought up the fact that um, three running backs each had more running attempts mm-hmm. than. JT Daniels did passing attempts. Mm-hmm. And I think you're probably going to see that happen again mm-hmm. this game where, you know, there's no reason to be slinging the ball around and risking interceptions yeah. when you can just run Especially it down. Especially when you're field. up, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think you're right. I think, uh, Buzz, you're right about that. I think we're going to see probably a repeat of that situation. Um, mm-hmm. 
Georgia's going to use that home crowd. They do have a hell of a home field advantage there. Um, yeah, got like five different backs have gotten touches for them. Yeah, I mean they're mm-hmm. and they got like it's significant. I mean there's yeah their lowest on that group of five. There's 27 carries. They got a guy at 29. Yeah. They got mm-hmm. 45, 41, and great, then 71. Really. So I mean like they yeah. they really got a whole stable back there. Not just your yeah. three. I mean this is yeah, five which is guys great because that that if you have three yeah. guys and like none of them are really like head and shoulders against the others or above the others, why not give fresh legs every drive that's Literally. so hard to stop if yeah you have the same defensive starters you got the it's same so 11. hard they're getting you got, tired yeah man. you got the same 11 guys there mm-hmm. all game getting, yeah. pound, getting pounded getting ran over and here's a fresh back that's just as good as the other one mm-hmm. and he's got fresh legs that's so you true know, that's tough man that's tough to sp- stop so um, mm-hmm. and i mean they've been doing that for years nick chubb and sony michelle they were the same thing and then i think there was one oh, yeah. more back behind him i can't remember his name but he's in the nfl as well so mm-hmm. they've been doing that yeah. for years they're gonna keep doing it uh, like I said, my pick, I'm going to stay away from the spread. I'm just going to take the under, 44 and a half. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's my pick. All righty. We got two more games left. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to try and fly through these, get to some NFL action, because personally I think the NFL games are a little more interesting this weekend, but uh, we'll see. Um, one of out. the biggest storylines coming out of this weekend is the fact that Spencer Rattler got his ass benched. Uh-huh. And not only did he get benched, the Real freshman beach. that came in and took his job Absolutely led that second half comeback oh. for Oklahoma over Texas. Dang. So that Texas, uh, you know, meltdown we were talking about earlier. Pulling a shame the other side of that was one Caleb Williams quarterbacking the Oklahoma offense to a second half win where they scored 35 points Damn. to Texas's 10. Dang. So the game we're talking about now is TCU at Oklahoma. Okay. We got Oklahoma as a 13 and a half point favorite at home. We got the total at 65. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my pick. Real quick, just off the top so you know where I stand. I'm just going to stay away from the total. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with it. 65 is kind of no man's land. No thank you. But what I will do is take Oklahoma for the first time this season. First I'm time. taking Oklahoma to cover the spread. And the only reason I'm doing bitch. that is because that bitch-ass rat mm-hmm. fuck Spencer Rattler right, is baby. on the sideline. Oh, it's He's on the right. sideline. This is Caleb Williams' mm-hmm. team now. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see... Mm-hmm. Oklahoma finally being able to play the way they want to play. Mm-hmm. You don't have the pressure of running the offense through Spencer Rattler. Oh, don't don't upset Spencer Rattler. Mm-hmm. Make sure we yeah. call the plays that make him look good. Yep. Oh, we got Spencer Rattler. We can't piss off the fans. We mm-hmm. can't piss off the alumni. Mm-hmm. We got to run this offense through Spencer Rattler. No, mm-hmm. now you don't. That That's pressure's right. gone. And w- you saw what happened once that pressure was gone. Once they could play, you the, saw it. Once they could play the type of game that they wanted to with Caleb Williams in there. Mm-hmm. What, they blew the fucking doors off of Texas. Blew it. So I think for the first time this year, they're going to cover that spread. I love 13 and a half okay. points because okay. if it was 14, I probably wouldn't take it because if Oklahoma wins by two touchdowns, you're, just lo- you're looking at a push. Mm-hmm. But with 13 and a half, they win by two touchdowns. That's a win. That's right. So I'm taking the points. I'm laying the 13 and a half. I'll take Oklahoma. Uh, Buzz, do you have any thoughts on Rattler? Because I know you were not a fan of Rattler either. So you got a, mm-hmm. any thoughts on this game? Mm-hmm. Definitely not a fan of him. Um, so I was looking into the quarterback situation because I was just curious what was going to happen. And all I've seen so far is just Lincoln Riley said that he does not plan on naming a starting quarterback for Saturday's game against you TCU. You know what that means. Do you know what I heard about that? Hmm. That the student newspaper at Oklahoma, they somehow got access to practice, and they leaked the fact that Caleb Williams had been taking first-team reps all week. And so the, the athletic director kicked, kicked the student newspaper out, which Damn. tells me – Damn. Tells me that Oklahoma does not want. Why are you telling the truth? Oklahoma does not want people to know that Spencer Rattler lost his job. 
You don't want that leaked either way for the other right. team, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's But right. I think that tells me if they were that upset about it, that means they did not want people to know, and I think Caleb Williams definitely has that job now. But anyways, I'm sorry. Andrew. Well, so Rattler wasn't even at practice on Monday, but Riley said that he did just giving him a day off, like a day to kind of just collect himself and come back I at bet. it. So that is probably – I don't know what day this newspaper thing came out, but if they saw it on Monday, he wasn't he was, even there. Uh, he's, so. uh, he spent Monday uh, – Take that media beat. He spent Monday away. taking <laughs> calls from coaches to transfer is, is my <laughs> guess. If well, we're being completely it, honest, I think that's what happened. You're not Play, come on it's over. funny because Riley uh, actually did happen to mention too during his interview. Um, seemed a little unprompted, but said he would not anticipate a situation where one of his players left the team. He said there's never any guarantees. You can't predict the future, but I wouldn't anticipate having both of these guys the rest of the season. So it's actually not that far fetched to think that Rattler's going to be looking at options if Williams oh, comes it. in. You know, he's that type of guy. Yeah. You can just tell he's that type yeah. of guy. Yeah. As soon as and he loses his job, oh, I'm not a competitor. I'm just going to pout and leave. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What does that do to your draft stuff? Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, we'll see about all that. I mean, I think that it makes sense to have Caleb Williams come out and start. And I think the biggest reason you'll see is Riley. I think he knows that Caleb Williams is the way to go right now. And he also said he's not yeah, a fan I mean, of doing the two-quarterback situation. Yeah. I mean, and normally, though, I would say that I think that coming in as, like, the quarterback, yeah, it's tough to come in cold, no doubt. But, like, coming in and just, you know, putting up solid numbers, it's like, okay, well, you know, they weren't anticipating this and that. But he put up over 300 yards of total offense. So it's not good. like he came in and just, like, yeah. You know, was playing solid and looked like, you yeah, know, he game belonged. Manager like, he something. literally went out there and dominated. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm going to fuck you in up. It, in my know. opinion, it'd be one thing. I'm ready to go, think, dog. I think he's going to be there. It'd be one thing if, like, Spencer Rattler was a guy that had been there for, like, three years and had won some bowl games for them and, like, mm-hmm. had all these records. But, like, mm-hmm. he's not that guy. Yeah. So, like, if someone comes in and clearly outplays you, like, yeah. sorry, man. Yeah. You, you didn't earn that job. That's right. At this point, this shit is definitely a business. That's fucking right. It's business for all parties involved. Yeah. The coach, the school, the players. Mm-hmm. They all got real ass money on the line mm-hmm. now. And the truth is, you suck at business, yeah. Spencer. And you, if you got business two eyes. Business is not booming for him. That's if you right. Got, if you got two eyes in your head ugly. and you mm-hmm. watch that game, there's no way around the fact that Caleb Williams is a better quarterback for Oklahoma right now than Spencer Rattler is. Mm-hmm. And if Lincoln Riley is going to earn that paycheck, Imagine having to answer to the donors and the alumni and the big money guys mm-hmm. being like, hey, why the fuck isn't Caleb Williams in the yeah. game? He doesn't yeah. want to deal with that. Literally. Not to mention he wants to go Literally. in football games. So yeah. I would be shocked 100%. if Spencer Rattler starts this game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't. Should we make it interesting? I don't see that. <laughs> is he going to start? Is he not? Do we place the bet? <laughs> it's got to be a prop. I'm definitely taking, um, like I said, I'm taking OU. Uh, minus 13 and a half. Like I said, if that was 14, I probably wouldn't. But at 13 and a half, I can see them winning by two touchdowns, and I'm covering the number. So I'll take that. Um, yeah, if, if unless you got anything else. No, I disagree. I mean, I don't, I don't think TCU is that good. They did. I mean, honestly, their win over Texas Tech, I don't think Texas Tech is some great team either. But that kind of surprised me to win. They won 21 that game, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a good game for, game for them. But I'm just not that big of a believer in them. But mm-hmm. they do do well. They do well on the rushing and – Passing, so but I don't think you're going to get rushing against Oklahoma's defense. So I think I think Oklahoma's yeah. got TCU, and I, I agree. Mm-hmm. This is one of the few times this year because they don't do it well, but I would definitely go with the spread on that. I like the 13, yeah. 13 and a half there. Okay. The only thing that gets me, honestly, is the over-under because if it is mm-hmm. the yeah. Caleb Williams show, I think that could easily be an over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of – that's. Yeah. Hey, well, there so you our go. last, our last That's college football game, uh, we don't really have to go into this all that much. The only reason I'm bringing it up, it's Ole Miss and Tennessee. Ole Miss is going to Tennessee. Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. But the point total, 82-and-a-half. Damn. 82-and-a-half. And, wow. and if you recall from a couple weekends wow. ago when I requested the points bukkake yeah. in the Arkansas-Alabama game, yeah. currently at yeah. that time, 
that was the highest point total ever to start out a to start out a line. Wow. Was yeah. uh was seventy nine half points yeah. up to eighty. Yep. And this game, only two weeks later, that record's already been broken. So Holy we're looking shit. at an eighty two and a half point total. Uh, again, Ole Miss, uh, minus, uh, minus two and a half, two and a half point favorite. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this game. I know if you're an SEC fan, a Tennessee fan, you know, Rocky Top, Tennessee, that home field stadium, it's a, it's a lot of fun. But I really Rocky don't care top. about either of these teams. I know if you're an SEC fan, a college That's football fan, top. you probably got a hard on for this game. But I just can't get myself to care yep. about it. I really don't care. Uh, we've made fun of Lane Kiffin enough. That kind of ran its course. Like, I, I mm. really don't care if he wins or loses. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was interesting that it's that high. Yeah, that's wild. And in that other game, I did take that. I did ask for that points Bukaki because I wanted a little extra fireworks, a little extra juice mm-hmm. in that game. So what's going to happen here? But in reality, I did not think that was going to be an over. Um, and like like Buzz said, you know, that was obviously going to be an under. And again, in this game, this is obviously going to be an under. I'm taking mm-hmm. the under. You know, mm-hmm. it's 82 and a half points. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the under. Now, yeah. That's really all I had to say about this up. game. The it's fact that's 83, yeah. Yeah, it's 83, even better. Fine. I'll take it. I'll take another extra half point to, to play with. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the under. That's really all I have to say about this game. Okay. I really could care less about this game otherwise, but I think I can okay. win some units on it, so I'm taking the under. All right. Yeah. No, you I think you pretty much said it. The, is, looking at the stats again, I know this is just looking at it on the paper here, but I can I don't understand the 83 necessarily, but I do get the like the high scoring. Well, I mean, Tennessee's Tennessee quarterback's like, doing well. Tennessee He's really has been well this year. the last few weeks. They really have. Yeah, they got 41 and a half per game and then yeah. 46.2 for Ole Miss. I mean, they're both scoring a lot. Defensively, it's a, like 31. Ole Miss gives out 21 and a half. Tennessee gives up. The only reason why I could see it even coming close to that 83 is just for, I think Ole Miss is going. Well, the, I think t- Tennessee, I mean, was actually going to score a decent amount on Ole Miss just because yeah. of, they don't have that great the defense. Reason I think it's so Ole Miss is going to outscore them. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Ole Miss has. They're going to score no matter what, no matter where they are, no matter who they're playing. Uh, even against Alabama, they ended up getting like 20, 21 or 28 yeah, points. They threw a 21 against so, them. So, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, no matter what, they're going to score. And then Tennessee, you know, I've been, I haven't sat down and watched a full game, but every time I'm watching football on Saturdays, they'll cut in with, oh, yeah, you know, Tennessee, he's fucking up 28 to nothing in the second quarter. Because, mm-hmm. Like, they've just been on this tear the last few weeks, scoring a fuck ton of points. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they also, they also lost to Pittsburgh like week two or th- week three of the season. You know, by a touchdown at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you want to fuck around and take Ole Miss minus two and a half, I think that's a pretty safe bet as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to take the under. I think Tennessee's luck is, is going to run out. I don't think uh, – okay. I will say, though, for a long time, Tennessee's uniforms have been some of my favorite in college football. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that's that important. orange, especially that uniform they have that's like kind of like a like a steel gray with the orange numbers. I, th- I just mm-hmm. think their colors are sick. Of but, course, you uh, like steel. I think if Tennessee just keeps sticking with it, like, I mean, their passing game is, I mean, Hooker's got a lot of yards this year, um, this year so far. Yes, the Tennessee quarterback, Hooker. he's done well. 13 Hooker. touchdowns, one pick, but they run the ball quite a bit. Yeah. The only, I think that's another reason you don't see the over or anything is they're going to take some time off the clock. And that's their best chance yeah. to win is to keep Ole Miss offense off the field. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, you, even they score quick, like, all you're doing is giving it to Ole Miss to score quickly, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's back at you. I mean, I don't see them. I don't see them winning this game, but I I think if they keep it close, because I mean right now they're they're actually, um, it's weird because the matchup predictor like ESPN's football power index, so take it for what you want, mm-hmm. but it has it on Tennessee side by a little bit, fifty three point eight. Yeah, you see that once mm-hmm. in a while. You'll but see them. Then it's as, also they're the you'll see them as a Vegas underdog, right? Yeah, and then, but like the ESPN will have them as like a slight favorite. But I wouldn't mm-hmm. go with yeah. I'm definitely going with Ole Miss this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it could be interesting if Tennessee can control the ball and keep it out of Grousey in there. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, I don't think that's yeah, gonna be it's enough. Weird. Still. I think it's just because like 
there's not really any like top notch premier matchups this weekend. So like mm-hmm. this Ole Miss Tennessee game is getting a lot of buzz, mm-hmm. but like on like any other weekend, I just I just it doesn't really for some yeah. reason I want to buy into this game. I want to like care, event. but I just don't fucking care. I don't <laughs> care about these two teams. I really don't. Yeah. But I do care about winning units, and for that reason, yeah. I'm going to take the under. But uh, that's right. Yeah, I think this that's will right. have a much better chance to hit the over under mark that high than that Bama game did. But yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to right because you don't have fucking Bama involved locking down Ole Miss. And it's know, raining so. though, and it says rain is predicted okay. for Tennessee. Yeah. So that passing game either side that should keep points down a little yeah. bit, which I mean yeah. favors mm-hmm. Tennessee some, but I mean I don't think enough. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a little bit of a stinker slate this weekend. Uh, I haven't looked at the next weekend's slate yet for college football, but I'm guessing it'll be better. Uh, you got mm-hmm. a lot of big teams on a bye. Um, Notre Dame's not playing. Michigan's not playing. Um, What's the point? Just off the top of my head. There's, um, I know that there's more that aren't what playing. What the but, fuck? Uh, kind of a stinker this weekend, but we're about to get into conference football. It's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait for those conference games to gonna start. Yeah, You're going to really have That's to do your wild. research on those because those lines are going to tighten up. Yeah, and you're really gonna have to do your research. But uh, for this week, those are our picks. Last week, I believe we were four and one on college football. Mm-hmm. So if you believe in us, I think we gave you a lot of good insight mm-hmm. in this pa- in the past, you know, half hour or so about these games. Yep. Uh, I put everything I say, every pick I take on the show, I That's put right. action on. That's right. So if if I'm putting action on, if I'm if mm-hmm. I'm risking it, mm-hmm. you got to ride with us because I guarantee here, you. You know, like we said, you might not get rich, but you might just win some beer money. That's right. All right. I hate to uh, end this segment on a down note, but outside of being selfish, obviously I'm pumped about Notre Dame USC next week, but the slate's not that strong next week no. either. Uh, we'll find no. something else to talk about then. Yeah, we'll find some more. <laughs> hey, if Tennessee beats Ole Miss, at least it'll be worth Alabama but, and Tennessee next week. It'll be worth talking about. Buzz and I just mm-hmm. started playing FIFA, right. so maybe we'll just start Ooh. doing a whole. We'll just do a whole soccer show. That's right, a whole baby. Whole football yeah. show, football Let's show. Do it. <laughs> you know I'm always ready, baby. All right, well that, that's going to put a bow on college football for us. We're going to take yeah. a little break. You're going to hear from one of our great sponsors, and then we're yep. going to be right back with some NFL action. We got some great games coming to you. We got some great insight. Got some great winning picks, mm-hmm. and we'll be right back. Hell yeah buying and selling real estate can be a stressful process you want a professional that you can trust to help you along the way that professional is kyle mcgeechan at two rivers realty he is going to make sure that you can finally do what we've all wanted to do as big old gambling degenerates bet the house you bet that house on kyle mcgeechan at two rivers realty all right, we're back from our little break. We just wrapped up college football. Oh, hell yeah. Now we're getting into the grown man's game. That's right. You know what that means. It's time for the NFL slate for this weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. We got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six games to give you winners for. Hell yeah. Um, I'm, I want to almost – I can't say the G word. I can't say the guarantee word. Mm-hmm. But I would put almost anything on the fact we'll, we'll go at least four and two. Ooh. If not better, here we go, baby. But so there's 66%. no reason. There's no reason with the insight that you're about to get that you can't as well. That's right. Go four and two on these picks. That's right. So, without further ado, we're gonna get into this NFL slate. Mm-hmm. We have a fantastic Thursday night football matchup. It's oh, actually yeah. gonna be kicking off soon, uh, same yep. night that we're recording this. Yeah. But we're gonna still talk about it because gotta it's have a great proof. Game. We got the Bucks. Visiting the Eagles in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. the Bucks were a seven-point favorite. They were recently bet down to uh, minus six and a half. Yep. So uh, once my great producer Ham told me that they were down to six and a half, 
Mm-hmm. I went ahead and took them at six and a half mm-hmm. because six and a half is a lot better than seven if we're trying to win by a touchdown. Hell yeah. So I went ahead, I threw two units on the Bucks, minus six and a half. That's, that's true. That's my pick. I'll consider myself one and zero so far on NFL, even though this game hasn't even started. Oh, baby. So with my pick in, I got two other handsome gentlemen here ready to give me their pick as well. All right. Who wants to go first? You want to go, Buzz? You want me to take it? You can go ahead and go first. All right, baby. You know me. Thursday night games uh, haven't been so friendly to me in the past, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good about this one. We got the four and one Bucks versus the two and three Philadelphia Eagles. As my co-host said, the line is down to minus six and a half. I locked it in at minus seven, so I'm feeling very confident in this one. I'm actually putting six units on this game on that spread. I feel very confident. And I'm also going to put a unit on a parlay for the spread and the over in this game. The over being at 53 points, I believe. Um, so we got ourselves a little side total parlay. I love the those. Bucks. Obviously, score way too many points. They got Tom Brady. I know he has a little bit of a thumb injury. I know Gronk is going to be out, but I think they have enough weapons on that offense that it's not really going to affect anything. Didn't really last slow him week, down last week. I was going to say last week he had a similar injury, uh, if not the same one. I don't know if it got worse or not, but he seemed to do just fine. And then at his age, it might just be arthritis. That's true. That's true. And the Eagles, you know, looking at their thing, they'll score if you let them. Uh, they're going to score a lot. Yeah. They scored 30 against uh, Atlanta. They scored 30 against uh, Kansas City. They put up 21 against a decent defense in Carolina. And the Bucks' defense has been very underwhelming this year. Yep. Very and when you have a team that's going to score that much, you know that uh, the other team is going to get the ball a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I think that this game is going to have a lot of quick scores. Yeah, I there's think. not going to be a lot of running in this game, I don't Yeah, think. Jalen Hurts will probably do the bulk of the running for everybody, I imagine, yeah. when he's trying to get out of the pocket. But, uh, you know, just looking at the numbers, I think uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to score a lot. Uh, like I said, I'm hammering the over, but I'm absolutely hammering the spread. I think at the end of the day, this game is going to be kind of close until, like, maybe the fourth quarter – you know, and then I think the Eagles are just going to kind of find a way to blow it. I think Tom Brady's too clutch. If it's an even game, he's leaving, and he's going to get that touchdown win. At minus six and a half, I feel like this is a lock. This, for me, is one of my Fort Knox locks of the week, and I Let's know go. that you won't be able to get it by the time the game happens. But like I said, this is a proof pick, and I want to share it with the world. We are so pick- that, we're, we're still picking the game before the game. That's we're, right. We're picking this before the game happens. That's right. So it's, there's no smoke and mirrors here. That's right. It's 641 right now, so the right. game doesn't happen for an hour and a half. That's so right. So this I'm pick is coming in. I'm just it on paper, baby. That's right. I want to put it on there. And you know what I think is interesting? We were talking about this game earlier, Ham, and about how the Eagles have had, uh, what is it, five touchdowns called back from penalties oh, yes. this year. Yep, most I in think, the league. I think a Brady-led offense, especially with a veteran coach like Bruce Arians, mm-hmm. if they smell blood in the water mm-hmm. and they see that the Eagles are shooting themselves in the foot, they're yep. going to pounce all over that. 100%. A team like the Bucks, they're going to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. I see no reason they can't cover that spread. I agree. One more point to the over before I throw it over to Buzz. Levante David is out. Antoine Winfield is out. Uh, they got a defensive end, Patrick O'Connor, that's questionable. This is the Bucks, And Jason Pierre-Paul is questionable. With that being said, I think that's going to help the Eagles to score a couple extra points. And uh, Lane Johnson is out for the Eagles, and so is Dallas Goddard. 
which I think is going to hurt the offense, which boosts my point on the spread. Yeah. I still think that they're going to score because, like I said, Jalen Hurts is going to get out of the pocket. Yeah, and Zach Hurts, make some plays. Zach Hurts' old ass is not uh, filling in for a Dallas squatter at the yeah. same level of production. I think we can That's right. that. So. I agree with that. I agree with that. You got anything to add, Buzz? You know who's not questionable? Before you start, Buzz, you know who's not questionable? Who? Left guard on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number 74. Oh, yeah. He's never questionable. One of our favorites. He's always locked in, baby. He's always locked in. All right, Buzz, what you got? Well, uh, one of the biggest things I was going to say, and uh, you caught me with that last uh, throw in there, was the injuries. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it's good you said it, because I think that's a huge point, though, honestly, is Mm -hmm. that's, for me, is what's messing with the over-under, because Mm -hmm. I don't think... I mean, Jalen Hurts, you know, his scrambling is nice to see that. I don't think he's always doing it because he wants to. But yeah, um, I agree. With the Eagles, I mean, they've got – they had beat up offensive line before this game, and I got Lane Johnson gone. That is big. But yeah. also, you on the other side, like you said, you're also missing JPP. You're missing mm-hmm. uh, Winfield there in the secondary. Mm-hmm. You're missing David. And that secondary's already been smoked all year. They lost yep. uh, And Murphy Levante Bunny David's there. probably going to be the yep. guy Davis, that – they lost second. I mean, they're losing a lot. Yeah, Levante yeah. David's probably going to be the guy that's yeah. going to – be, if he was healthy and playing, he'd probably be the guy spying uh, Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. in, in man coverage as far as not letting him get out of the pocket and run around. Mm-hmm. So without him out, you got some – I don't know who can the cover backup. that just fine. But right, but true, I don't yeah. know if you want to use him on that. Exactly. Yeah. That, means, that means you're pulling so, yeah, Devin away, exactly, away yeah. from another assignment, and you, yeah. know, you never know. So, you know, yeah. Levante David, you never want to lose a player of his, of his caliber, yeah. which could, you know, like you guys are saying, that could go mm-hmm. towards the over. That could definitely yeah. explode. Because in the NFL yep. – even the smallest things, that's the other thing. Like, you don't think about it, but, like, in the NFL, if you watch every big play that you see, mm-hmm. it's usually, like, someone, there's, like, some sort of motion before the play mm-hmm. starts. Someone gets on a bad matchup. Mm-hmm. You end up with some freak athlete with mm-hmm. a linebacker trying to cover him, and all of a sudden it's six points. And you're like, well, damn, that looked easy. Yep. It's all about exploding matchups. It really so is. without Levante Adams in there, is it Levante Adams? Sorry. David. David. Levante David. David. Yeah, sorry. Levante David. Idiot. Without yeah, him yeah, in there, yeah, yeah. that kind of causes the domino effect. Because, like you said, you got Devin White trying to cover for him. No, and then who's, who's the backup behind that? You yeah, know, it's all about mismatches, and you know mm-hmm. that over. Like I said, that over could happen for sure. But honestly, with, with a little less on defense, as far as at least the pat, if JPP's out, and then if David being like you said, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna have that mm-hmm. domino effect yeah. where some people that want to normally rush can't. Yeah, it might honestly play in Tampa's favor in a weird way, in the sense you're gonna make Hurts stay in that pocket a little more because he's not have to. Yeah. Like, he, a lot of time he doesn't have these design runs. He's taken off. I mean, it's not like he mm-hmm. doesn't have them, but a lot of times taken off, you won't have those like broken plays that he capitalizes on as much if you don't have the rush right. there. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, doesn't mean Hurts is an NFL quarterback. He can obviously make you pay in certain ways, but I just don't. Yeah. Like, I think he's one of the one of the few you're less worried about making you pay in the pocket as much. Yeah, I agree. Um, with, that. with that said, though, I think again, yeah. I I don't mind the. Uh, I don't mind the over here for sure, mm-hmm. um, but I, me personally, I'm staying away from units on this game. There's too much, mm-hmm. yeah. too much going yeah. on. I mean, Thursday night football games are always wacky. It's, it's a, a turn, it's around, a short yeah. week. Just too much you know. for me on this mm-hmm. one to mess around with. And the other thing, it, I know, mm-hmm. I, I know, I said this last week about that's like, not big enough. About like, oh, I got right. this info, <laughs> I got this inside information, blah blah blah. I will tell you once again, number seventy four on the Buccaneers. I've asked him this specific question before, mm-hmm. and he'll tell you he's like to a man. Every single player that you ask about Thursday night football, it's like, yeah, you get a you get an extra long week after that. You get an extra long rest. It's kind of like a mini bye week. Mm-hmm. But every mm-hmm. single player, if you ask, if you poll every NFL player, 
not one of them wants to play on Thursday. Yeah. Night. They will because it's their yeah. job and their competitors and their fucking yeah. dogs. They'll embrace a suck to play. They do but not, it's not want fun, like sure. this is not a great situation for anybody. They're they're very yeah. aware that this is more of a money grab by the league yeah. than anything else. And they and were they saying, yeah, you know, they only just did walkthroughs this week. They yeah, all wish they like could have practiced. You got a short week, yeah. you feel underprepared, and you're kind of just going out there and slinging it. You're basically yeah. just going on film. You really yeah. don't have time to get any meaningful reps because mm-hmm. you're traveling on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, got to have you the recovery have, day. If you play on Sunday, they usually give you Monday off. That means yeah. you pretty much have one day of prep to play yeah. these games. Yeah, but that goes towards the over. You know, that yeah. could that could end up in a little bit of yeah. sloppy football. I feel like that's going to hurt the defenses more than the offenses. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like the Bucks to win it. I'm just not putting personally yeah. putting anything down on yeah. it. Yeah. So just to recap, we got Ham mm-hmm. six units on the Bucks spread Let's minus go, seven. I grabbed Bucks spread at minus six and a half. I got two units on it. Mm-hmm. Buzz, I don't think he wants to place any units Stand on it. Away. Which, as a responsible gambler, that's a beautiful thing. Yep. You don't need to bet every single game yep. by any means. Yep. Sometimes you sniff a little bullshit. You're like, Nah, I think I'm going to stay away from this. Mm-hmm. So that's right. But that's our picks. For the first game of the slate yep. for NFL Week 6. Mm-hmm. And I believe what we agreed on for the next game was the Cowboys and Patriots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got the Cowboys going into mm-hmm. Gillette. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Mm-hmm. The over-under is at 50-and-a-half. Me, mm-hmm. personally, I have four units on the Cowboys at minus three-and-a-half. Oh, yeah. What do you got, Ham? I also have four units on the Cowboys at three-and-a-half. And if these bucks pull it out for me tonight i'm gonna domino affect some of those got a little parlay onto the cowboys um they will go in my parlay but i'm not parlaying this particular one yet um right now uh i gotta take the cowboys uh at minus three and a half i actually locked them in a couple days ago at minus four yeah we were discussing Um, earlier like when we recorded our uh, we recorded on Monday and it came out Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I remember we had a discussion where we were like, can you believe that yeah. the Cowboys are only minus four? Yeah, like, and I can't. I got to be honest. I absolutely can't. I, I respect the Patriots as a team. I respect Bill Belichick as a coach. I really like him. But, you know, right now, m- my biggest thing uh, for that spread is that the Patriots, even against bad defenses, um, have not put up points. They can't. And the Cowboys they just – can't put up points. Like – I, I just don't think they know how to not put up points this year. Right. And I think that they're going to just put up too many points for the Patriots to uh, keep up with, more or less. I if think they, it's I think the Patriots are going to play an okay game on offense, but I just think that they're going to run out of steam. If I Davis really Mills, like them in this match. If Davis Mills can go for 350 and three touchdowns. Yeah, what's Dak going to do? What's Dak going to do? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to so. be uh, a big game for Dak, I think, a big game for those Cowboys receivers. Right. And uh, both uh, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott are both on track for 1,000 rushing yards this year. And C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, I believe, uh, are on pace for 1,000 receiving yards this year. This would be the first time in the history of the NFL that two running backs and two wide receivers, so four people on the same team, had a thousand yards at their respective positions. That's crazy, unbelievable. That's fucking and they're crazy. on pace for that, even if it was only a sixteen-game season. And I bet you Zeke could fuck around and get a thousand uh, receiving yards too, if he, he really wanted he to. Because they could, throw you know? they throw him the ball a lot these days. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, I mean, this offense is just too good. Um, I respect the Patriots. I respect Mac Jones. But I think at the end of the day, this is going to be at least a touchdown difference. I think uh, So, I got to hammer the Cowboys at minus uh, three and a half now. Personally, I think the only reason the spread is this tight is because when the Bucks came into town, 
Was it last week or the week before? I think it, it was, was the week, week before. But <clears throat> yes, two weeks they ago. they were laying. I think the Bucks were like a seven or eight point favorite on the road. Mm-hmm. That ended up being a way closer game than anybody mm-hmm. thought it would be. And yeah. I feel like that has kind of poisoned this line a little bit, mm-hmm. but in a good way because mm-hmm. that that's to our benefit because we all know. We're in the trust tree here. That's I think right. we all know that the Cowboys are legit, and they're going to cover that number. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, think the only uh, reason that number is so low is because the Bucks came in as like a seven or eight point road favorite, yeah, did not cover. But we know Tom cheated. They also we played know in the they, boring range, so. right? Yeah. Exactly. So and we Tom know. cheated. I can't think of any other reason why For this line Patriots. would be that clo- that close. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I really can't think of any yeah. other reason. I really can't. What either. have the Patriots shown to make them th- to make you think like? Yeah. The Cowboys won't cover that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. But, Buzz, you're really the only Patriots fan in this room, so do you have any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, as a rule of thumb, I'm not going to ever put units against my team. Mm-hmm. It's just bad juju. That's I don't fair. do yeah. that. That's right. Um, if I were to ever do that, uh, would obviously the Cowboys would be where I'd put this mm-hmm. uh, for the spread. Hypothetically. Uh, spread, money line. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, the only thing for me is the over-unders questionable is it's going to be 50 and a half. Right yeah. Now. I don't think yeah. any. Yeah. It's kind of like, I yeah. guess it's like no yeah. man's land. Really. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, I would stay away from the over under. I mean, the Cowboys have more than enough potential to, I mean, cover three, you know, three yeah. quarters at themselves, but yeah. that's the thing. It's like the Cowboys are going to take care of about 30 points, 35 points of that mm-hmm. total. So mm-hmm. can you trust the Patriots to score 17? And Well, I don't think you know? so because they're, pa- uh, yes, they got one offensive lineman back this week, which is nice, mm-hmm. but there's still three guys down on that O line. Mm-hmm. And if you look at their full mm-hmm. injury report, just for, I mean, there's a lot looking there. And questionable is always – I don't really – I mean, questionable is just kind of whatever. Like, I see it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, they're probably going to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, because they have, like, half their team is questionable. But, but I mean, yeah. I didn't watch the Patriots yeah. last week, but I'm pretty sure I recall in, in Monday's show you were talking about they were mixing in the tight ends a little bit more. I know Hunter Henry yep. had a pretty good day. Yep. So they there's always that factor on. where, like, yep. if they finally start mixing in their best players on offense, mm-hmm. maybe that over is – more realistic maybe you know? yeah. yeah and i mean maybe i'm just making excuses like i said yeah. i know it sounds far-fetched but yeah. i really think that just i think that i think you should have mixed them in more early don't get me wrong but i'm saying yeah. i feel like they didn't want to overuse them right off in the beginning right and yeah. just start putting a whole bunch of mileage on them right off because mm-hmm. a i mean it gives away everything for the year but i mean you have to win to get it anywhere anyway so i do mm-hmm. get that but i'm saying it gives away a lot but it's also like mm-hmm. one of those guys goes down it's not like you got a bunch of depth there yeah so i yeah. mean you got to kind of be it's kind of like yeah. somewhat strategic with how much right. you give them there. Yeah. Uh, with that said, though, it doesn't really matter if you don't make the playoffs at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, being sparing with them, that's only going to matter if you actually make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. it's not like, I mean, let's mm-hmm. be honest, it's not like the Cowboys have like this fucking vaunted, scary defense. So for Mac nope. Jones, I've, I have... They a, are making turnovers, though. Yeah, I have a feeling that... Uh, Their defense is better. I mean, better yeah, I have a feeling great, that... It's, it's a little better. You know, Bill but, Belichick's mm-hmm. going to scheme something up to exploit. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the Dallas Cowboys linebacker core is a little bit... It's not in crisis right now, but they're definitely in transition mode. They just let go yeah. of Jalen Smith. That mm-hmm. means they're kind of like in a no-man's land with their linebacker core. Mm-hmm. If you think about what the Patriots' offense wants to do with their tight end, that is a mismatch nightmare. Mm-hmm. If you don't have linebackers that know what they're doing when they're covering Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, you're going to mm-hmm. get torn apart. Well, what you said right there, that's probably so. a good reason why it is a little bit closer than people would think. Yeah. I mean, that and also, I mean, the Cowboys' defense is definitely better. That, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's yeah. a little bit better than it's been the best. still not great. It's better. Not yards. But they're still giving the up a lot of yards, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing is if yeah. the Patriots don't commit turnovers, which – 
I mean, who knows yeah, what will happen. Mac Jones has been good about mm-hmm. not, you know, turning like, the ball over. For he's a rookie? thrown five touchdowns, five picks, but three of those picks came against the Saints, and two of them, I mean, yes, the quarterback those has blame and everything, fault. but two of them yeah. were just like, one of them, he definitely just had a bad throw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other two, I just don't, I wouldn't put on him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, still a pick in the sheet. I mean, mm-hmm. the stat sheet looking right. at that, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, if you want to take those two away, and if it was like a separate category, you would see, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you sit there and you see five and three so with like two. wild statistics. So do you, have a, do you have a pick for this game, Buzz? Do you, are you taking the Patriots with the points at three and a half? I have, zero, over? U- I have zero units to put down because, again, it's just bad juju. You never go against your team, even if you're not, like, super confident but in them. You but you don't have to pick, put it there. We're not saying he's putting mm-hmm. up units, but if he was to put up units, do you mm-hmm. have a pick? Just as a Patriots fan, we have to have a pick from you as a Patriots fan. If I had to put up units... Then my I would completely throw my like rational gambling person like persona out, out the door, and I'm mm-hmm. going Patriots. I mean, because okay. I have to. Right. Um, and I don't think it's insanely far fetched, but I just don't. I wouldn't put anything down because yeah. realistically, the Cowboys. That's a nice minus three and a half there. Mm-hmm. If you weren't a Patriots fan, I have a pretty good feeling that you'd be taking the Cowboys with yeah. with Ham and I. I would mm-hmm. definitely. But no, I, I, I can I say that. I'm just not actually mm-hmm. putting anything down because bad juju. You can't. Yeah, one, you can't bet against them. One quick so. statistic in favor of the Cowboys in general. This yep. is a beautiful statistic. That they're a better football team. <laughs> 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 the Cowboys are four and one this year, which means they've played five games. They have forced two interceptions in every single game. Jesus. Every single game. Do you know who they... That's against the Bucks, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Panthers, and the Giants. So the Giants was against Mike Lennon, don't care. Darnold, don't care. Uh, Jalen Hurts, still young, don't really care. But the first two two interception games were Herbert and Brady. Yep. And they're getting good. Like you said, uh, they are giving up too many yards, that's for sure. But they are turning the ball over. Yep, they are turning the ball over. So I think that that's an important thing to say about Can the Cowboys. Can they keep that up, though? I mean, yeah. I feel like that's one of the other yeah. things. Is like that's it, a great all point. good streaks come to an end. That's a great point. If that was doing in this game, it's going to make it a lot closer. It would be closer. a fun uh, prop to put the Mac Jones interceptions on there because uh, true. I'm sure it's going to be sitting right around, too, since the Cowboys well, do Well, the, the Cowboys give up yeah. a lot of passing yards, too, lots so of, this might be a good chance for Mac Jones to really capitalize. Yeah. And see. I bet it he goes depends for 300 do, yards. You know? With, we lost James White, so it's not as much running. It does like It is sort of but like passing, but... Mm-hmm. That's the other yeah. thing with the Patriots now. It's it's pretty crazy to see Bolden back there as like a featured bet. Yeah, you know him and Harris. It's like yeah. It's, yeah. I mean they are. We'll see. I think Stevenson more. Um, as far as I know, yeah, he'll start getting a little bit more. But yeah, which would be good. Get the rookie some because I mean at the end of the day, mm-hmm. last year I thought would be like you know the rebuild year, this and that, which was expected. Mm-hmm. It just happened that they didn't have a rookie quarterback, so they went Cam Newton. Which pretty much guaranteed a rebuild year. Yeah. And now that he's gone, this is almost like your second rebuild year, but with an actual like who you want as your yeah. franchise quarterback. Yeah. Right. So don't get me wrong, I still think they have a chance. A lot of it's coming from like the Dolphins being very underwhelming. They might be able to sneak into a wild card spot. We'll see. But I'm and I'm definitely, you know, pulling for it. I got a faith they can make the playoff spot. They might sneak in there, but realistically you're talking another, you know, year or two, maybe even three until they really get to a spot yeah. where right. you can see them being yeah. Yeah. Legit contenders we, again. We shall see about yeah. the Patriots, but we do know one thing yeah. for sure. Myself, Big Ben, I got f- four units on the Cowboys minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. Ham, I think. What do you have? Four, four or six? Yep. Okay, so we, so I'd say that I'd say the Cowboys three and a half is a safe play here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe sprinkle the over, but that's no guarantee. That is as my far as on paper on wax. Official. We're going Cowboys with the. With that's the my official Fort Knox so lock. Next game on the uh, slate. The spread is my Fort Knox lock. There Next game on the slate, 
on our schedule. Yep. We got Chargers going to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Chargers just suffered a pretty disappointing loss at home. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be gassed up for this game. Mm-hmm. I think the Ravens, same way. They almost lost to the Colts at home, but then they came out of nowhere and started dumping points. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we got the Ravens as a three-point favorite at home. They're minus three. The total is at 52. Personally, my pick, all things considered, with the Chargers coming off that game, high-scoring game, Ravens same way. Their offense is starting to heat up. Mm-hmm. I really love the over here. I'm taking over 52. Okay. Uh, with a total that high at 52, that makes me think Vegas thinks there's something brewing there. It's uh-huh. going to be a little points fiesta. Mm. Um, so my pick right now, I think it's a safe pick. You can put me on record. Give me the over 52 okay. points. Mm-hmm. What do y'all got? Uh, I don't have a ton to say about this game, but uh, I got to go with the Chargers personally. Um, just the money line right now where the uh, Baltimore Ravens are favored by, let me double check so I don't misspeak, by two and a half. That means that the Chargers are plus money. And uh, as much as I'm scared of Baltimore, I love me some herb, baby. I love Herbert. You know what I'm saying? I yep, fucking got to take him. When I see him at plus money, that just turns me on too much. I got to go after it. Uh, you know, I'm going bolts all the way, baby. I think that they're going to score a lot of points. I think they're going to be able to air it out. And uh, I'm just not sure that the Ravens are going to be able to keep up, so to speak. You know, they're going to be running the ball. They're going to air it out. I know they will. But we just saw what the Chargers did. Uh, in that game against the Browns, um, they're not afraid of a team scoring a bunch of points on them because they'll put them up too. Um, Lamar Jackson is listed as questionable again. I know he's been playing, but uh, something must be a little bit sore on him. So I'm looking for that defense to hit him a couple times. We'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I'm going to throw one unit on this because uh, I think it's a pretty good return on the plus money. Um, but I must say that. I'm not as confident in it, uh, but I am going to go with the plus money. And uh, with that being said, I'll let Buzz tell you his opinions on the game. Yeah, the Lamar one is kind of odd that, I mean, I'm sure it's been out there. Maybe we just missed it or whatever. But um, just says he, he sat out of practice with an illness. Oh, it's a different one now. It was his back last week. It was his back last week. And now it's an illness week. this week, yeah. Yeah, well, according to ESPN, it just says that his, uh, he's questionable. It says he missed Thursday's practice with an illness. That's very sketchy. That's all it says. Even if that wasn't part of it, I'm definitely going Chargers here. Let's go, baby. Um, I think the defense for, you know, both teams is, you know, or it's pretty solid. I mean, I don't think the Ravens' defense is even close to what it's been in the past, though. Yeah. Personally, I mean, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think they've done bad this year. They've given up 23.4, but it's just not the mm-hmm. same defense there. Yeah. And – with that old school Ravens defense, it's definitely a different game. But mm-hmm. I think Herbert's going to go gonna out here. I think he's going to sling that raw pretty well. I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to put up points. Mm-hmm. And I just Lamar's done some pretty crazy things this year. But it's like everything he does is just you know like he we balled out his rookie year. People figured him out. It was a little underwhelming. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's going through some pretty big games. Mm-hmm. I don't think he keeps that up against the Chargers even mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. I can I definitely like the uh, Ra- uh, the Chargers here. Excuse me. I like Herbert though because I'm a, I'm just a huge fan of him. I'm pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, 75% of the time, or even more probably, I'm just going to go with the Chargers because of Herbert Yeah. at this point. I mean, they'd have yeah. to have a lot of injuries messing See with them. Plus money like that. And it's, it's, a, it's a plus money. So I like both parts. The, like, the over-under, the only thing that would – I like the over in a sense. The only thing that kind of steers me away would just be the fact that even with 
all the beat up running backs they got, this and that. The Ravens still mm-hmm. just because of Lamar who he is, he's gonna run a little more, which is just always gonna take time yeah, off the like clock. The running, like, yeah, the running backs That's for the true. Ravens, it's kind of like uh, it's 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 kind of it's nice if they have someone good back there, but if they don't, it's not really the end of the world. So it's like mm-hmm. you gotta you have know, some, especially have these some days in the NFL. I mean, there's so many good running backs you can kind of just plug and play. Um, yeah, you know the Ravens are still winning football games with kind of. You know, whoever they happen to throw back there. Mm-hmm. Personally, I, I like you guys' Chargers pick because, I mean, if the Chargers can do enough on defense to slow down Patty Mahomes in Arrowhead Stadium and win that football game on the road at the Chiefs, yeah, I, why, you know, what's stopping them from doing the same thing against, you know, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson? So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, think I like the, the Chargers. Lamar Jackson, yeah. I think he's just caught lightning in a bottle too many times already this year yeah. to keep it up. I don't see it happening this game. Yeah. yeah. Also, just on a side note, just because we're talking about the Chargers, um, I was looking at the Cleveland game, the last game. Do you guys watch uh, the Browns just do a classic Browns move and literally push Eckler into the end zone? No. <laughs> That's crazy. He was, like, driving. I think it's I like saw a headline, but I didn't you, watch the video. Everything so. you could, like, picture when someone stops you at the goal line is, like, you're not pushing towards the goal line. There's, like, mm-hmm. four guys behind him, and they're all just driving him into the end zone. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Eckler's not – I mean – He's a great bag, don't get me wrong. No disrespect. I mean, he's yeah. obviously a crazy talented NFL player. Yeah. But he's not like that big of a guy, obviously. Well, like, you don't on, need I to mean, just, you're pushing him instead of just pulling situ- him back. I what don't was get the situation that. in the game? Because mm-hmm. it could be one of those situations where, like, they would rather prefer that they just, like, score and get it out of the way so they could get the ball back and try to. Make uh, it. I know. I just saw Because I know that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just like, saw a clip on ESPN like and they were teams. like, you know, Brown's back at it. So yeah, like you'll maybe see they didn't put much context behind it. I just find it funny because, like, it's just the Browns. Because sometimes you do see teams do that, where they'll, like, purposely let someone and score yeah, just get so the ball could, back yeah. yeah so i mean especially in a shootout sounds like they like, were being fucking stupid though so. i was gonna say normally yeah. with any other team i'd be like yeah watching that clip i'd yeah. be like oh they probably did it but with the Browns, yeah yeah just... not getting the benefit of the doubt speaking of the little yeah. cleveland steamers those oh yeah brownies uh-huh uh, next game on the slate is the cardinals who are traveling to the browns uh-huh the browns are minus three they're home favorites favored by field goal mm-hmm Currently, the total is at 49.5. I'm pretty sure that opened up a little bit lower than that, so I think it's trending upwards, which mm-hmm. makes sense when you have – any time the Cardinals are in the mix, you know that you know people are going to take that over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really have no opinion on the total. I'm going to stay away from it. I like the Browns, minus three as the home, home team. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardinals, yes, they're good, but they're, they're, they're due for a stinker. You know, they've played mm-hmm. really well, but mm-hmm. – uh, What's the what's the coach there? Uh, uh, flashy I don't remember guy. Remember his name? Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. He's. Do, I mean, he he's not regarded as like one of the sharpest coaches, and I'm sure he's getting better. He is five mm-hmm. and zero, so give him his credit where credit's due. But last year, there was a lot of times where he's getting out schemed, out game planned, mm-hmm. and they lost games because of it. Mm-hmm. This year, yes, they're five and zero, but I think that has a lot to do with the fact that you have fucking Hopkins, yeah. Rondale Moore, AJ yeah. Green. You know, all these guys, Kyler Murray, you got some dogs on that defense. That defense, mm-hmm. he inherited that defense. He's got yeah. Buda Baker, yeah. Chandler Jones, you know. JJ Watt now. Right, JJ Watt. So, I think even better. I think the Cardinals are due for a stinker. The Browns are on a fucking roll right now. The Browns mm-hmm. are scary. I would not want to play the Browns right now. Three points, I don't think is enough. I think the Browns cover that easily. I'm taking the Browns minus three. That is my official pick for this game. Uh, what do you guys got? Um, I didn't personally pick this game this week. It's a tough uh, game. It's yeah, a tough game to try to pick. It's a lot of uh, question marks for me. Yeah. Again, I'm a Seattle fan. So, you know, I try to study uh, the Cardinals a little bit. And uh, 
I just can't get a read for them. Um, you know, they've played a couple good teams. They played a couple bad teams. I mean, teams. they're losing at halftime to the Jaguars a few weeks ago. I know. That's what I mean. That goes you know? For anything, you know? And they almost lost to the Vikings. Uh, yep. But then they come out and they beat the Rams. And, uh, you know, I know that um, the NFL especially is a lot about matchups. Um, you know, so however you can match up against a particular team, any given day is going to be very important. Um, I think Miles Garrett in this game destroys. Speaking of matchups, yeah, I I think they're going to push him out of the pocket a lot. Um, it it's tough for me to say. Denzel Ward is questionable, and I don't know why. Um, I don't know what that means. But then, like, I'm just (laughs) I'm just looking at the injury reports, man. And both sides just have like five huge names: Denzel Ward, Newsom. Chubb and Hunt yeah, are both injured. But then on the other side, much. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are both hurt. Uh, well, listed as questionable. So I shouldn't say they're hurt. I'm not sure. I'm sure they're going to play. But that leaves me with a lot of questions. If Kyler Murray gets hurt, and like we said, he's going to get pushed out of the pocket. If he gets hit a few times, that's a little last body getting energy. tackled by Miles Garrett. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's got to be fucking body. scary, man. He's like 5'10". I don't trust him to hold up. So I think in this particular game, uh, if I was going to pick, I would probably go with the Browns. And uh, just looking at the stuff, the money line isn't the value. So I'll probably take the spread there. Um, Over under, I have absolutely no opinions, and I wouldn't take my advice for shit on that. Yeah, I'm staying away from from the total on that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with that being said, I got a lot of questions about this game. I think no matter what, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, it's, it's two really it's good teams. Cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't know. It's kind of cool that the Browns are, like, they're good now. And as much as that sucks as a Steelers fan, because that's usually two guaranteed wins a year for the Steelers, mm-hmm. it's not that way anymore. Yeah. Um, I know that everyone kind of takes their turns winning and losing. I, I, you know, I've been blessed my whole life. I've never seen the Steelers with a, with a losing Mm-hmm. You know, regular season record. That's mm-hmm. probably going to change, if not this year, next year. Let's hope. But, I mean, it's fun, it's fun to see the Browns. I mean, the Browns-Chargers game last week, I think we predicted it, that it was going to be one of the best games of the weekend. It was. Mm-hmm. You know, this game, again, mm-hmm. Cardinals-Browns, it's so hard to try to handicap it. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason. You don't have to bet on every single game. Just watch this game. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, like I said, I'm taking the Browns minus three. I think they're going to mm-hmm. cover that easily. But, you know, just enjoy this. Enjoy mm-hmm. some good football, man, because they are – both mm-hmm. teams are playing really good football right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, an, just... it's another game I'm going to stay away from anyways, uh, mm-hmm. personally. Um, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying about the Cardinals. The only thing is, if they were pretty much playing any other team, I'd be like, yep, they're due for this just absolute dog shit game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just the Browns, man. They find a way to always be, like, underwhelming with everything they do somehow. Yeah. We'll exactly. see. The only thing about – I know we always say questionable is, like, they're probably going to play this and that. It is just kind of odd to see that Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both didn't participate yeah. at practice Thursday, and Chubb didn't scared. even Chubb wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. So again, that COVID. might not. I mean, yeah, the I mean, NFL is different though, because you could, he could just been off with a trainer doing other yeah. things. He's like, they don't need yeah. to take your reps, and that's the thing. That's why I say it's like taking stock in it. Yeah. It's like really, we it's really about, tough. Like we were talking about before, like with practices, like a lot of times, like once you get into the regular season in the NFL, you're hardly ever. Like wearing pads and yeah. contacting each other. A I lot think, of it's like upstairs. So I as think long the as part they're... that becomes scary yeah. about that is that we're in the COVID climate. So like where yeah. they don't say why they're not there and they're both there. Like when you see two people in the same group, well, they gave, you're like, they didn't say why they're there. It was yeah. a calf. It was a calf for 
Chubb and a hand wrist for. That's what they say till the test comes uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes you wonder about Lamar Jackson with an undisclosed yeah. illness. Yeah, no, seriously. I know it's questionable. I mean, you never know. But, you I mean, chances know. are Could he's going to be, be all right. But it is, yes, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. That's what it's it is. I say. think either way we can agree. This is definitely an iffy one. I definitely agree with you, though. The Cardinals, they don't seem like a team that's going to go 6 0. Best... I can easily see them dropping this one. But yeah. again, it's just the Browns. I yeah. just don't like picking them for anything with units because mm-hmm. they always just hurt me. I think so. the yeah. best thing you can do with this yeah. game is watch it. Watch these two teams play each other. Watch them play good competition and use that information to inform yourself mm-hmm. for the rest of the season. That's a great if point. You, if you don't want to bet on this game, point. don't do it. But watch the game. Mm-hmm. Learn some learn. lessons. Yep. See what each team is all about and That's use right. that moving forward. That can be very important. It's exactly. good for college football this weekend, too, exactly. like we talked about. Do this is a good thing. weekend to do, do this. Do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. If I don't, even if I don't have action on it, the eyeball test is very real. Mm-hmm. Whether one team passes or fails the eyeball test – Tells you a lot. Yep. Tells you a lot. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great with, point. With full stands, loud crowds. I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're down to the Sunday night football. Actually, game we of skip the week. one real quick. Oh shit! Did we skip one real quick? Skip? Rams Giants. Okay. It's not, sorry. My bad. It's yeah. not worth talking that much about. So I'm just gonna throw down Is Daniel the Jones gauntlet playing? real quick. Daniel Jones practiced today. He's going through concussion protocol. Oh. They're not sure exactly what's going to happen. If he can't go, it's Mike Glennon. Galladay's not going to play. Saquon is not going to play. That's as far as I know right now. That gets the Rams favored by 10.5 points, and the over-under is at 48.5. I'll take the under. I'm thinking the under as well. Um, I'll take the under. I'm not going to put my units there, but I am going to sprinkle two to four units on the Rams for minus 10.5. The Giants have so many injuries on offense. Yeah, as soon as he's told they me all those injuries. Yeah, they haven't been able to get Evan Ingram involved. I know he's coming back from injury and stuff. I think Glennon's going to turn the ball over to this defense. I mean, the Rams got a great fucking defense. They're going to make plays. They're going to get pressure. They're going to make him throw interceptions. At the end of the day, Stafford's going to throw all over this Giants team. I think they're going to run to a win. I could see a three-touchdown victory in this game because I think the Giants are going to come out with a letdown because they they they're just losing so much. I know next man up, but what do you do when the next man up is eighth on the fucking roster? Yeah, and when you know? the quarterback who's next man up can't fucking literally you know. has never been a great quarterback and At isn't all. right now. Yeah, it's been quite so. the opposite. Yeah, the fact literally. That the, the fact yeah. that the team teams are still to this day eight mm-hmm. years later handing the keys to their football team over to Mike Lennon mm-hmm. is fucking crazy to me. It is. I'd rather have really uh, you know I'd rather you know you know draft some random. And, mm-hmm. and give him and at least you know you know you know what you're getting yeah. with Mike Lennon and it's 100%. not good. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, I'm hammering the Ram spread. I uh, got to take him at minus ten and a half. Yep. Um, that the, total's way too fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the Rams are scoring yeah. forty by themselves and maybe the fucking yeah. Giants get a, a little scrub time touchdown. I don't know, but mm-hmm. there's no fucking way that this game is getting to forty nine points. Yeah. yeah. There's not much. No not much value there, and I have zero interest in talking about much of this game besides saying. Again, the value's not there, but you go Rams mm-hmm. because it seems way too obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes, you know, the two, you know, seems too good to be true type deal, but I don't, this isn't that. Yeah, I mean, if the yeah. spread is a prey on the week. If the spread is that yeah. big, it's probably for a reason. Yeah, oh, it so. is. It 100% I'm all set is. with the Rams on that one. And so. you know I have to have it. Did you say we're going to Monday, though? 
Sunday, Sunday night. Okay, I was going to say, because there's another one, yeah. Because there's, there's a lot on the line. There's a little bit, oh, of, yeah. a, little bit of a dick yeah. measuring contest that's going to happen right now yeah. between Geno Smith and Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, I thought and you be- meant me and you. And between Ham yeah. and Big Man. <laughs> that's right. So myself, obviously, you all know that I'm a Steelers fan. You also yeah. all know that Ham is a Seahawks fan. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, this is a great Sunday night matchup. Yeah. Um, under the lights, uh, at... At Pittsburgh, the Steelers mm-hmm. are going to be looking real sexy in those uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, pause. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, we got the Seahawks traveling from the West Coast to Pittsburgh to the Steel City. You got the Steelers. They're minus five favorites at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, total is at 42. Uh, mm-hmm. Me, personally, I already threw a couple units. I parlayed a side total, so I took the Steelers at minus five and the over at 42. Okay. Uh, I saw a stat. I've been trying for the last hour to find this stat that I saw earlier in the week. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger has insane – numbers when he's playing at home on Sunday night football. Mm. I think he's like mm-hmm. he he's like a 72% completion percentage, fuck ton of yards, like a 34 mm. to 8 uh ratio as far as touchdowns to picks. Damn. He plays really well for some reason when they're playing at home on Sunday night, Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger balls out. Mm-hmm. So I'm very comfortable taking even though as poor as the Steelers have played uh, so far this season, last week, I feel like they started to find a little bit of identity on offense. Mm-hmm. Their defense is starting to get healthy again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm comfortable taking a parlay with the Pittsburgh Steelers minus five with the over at 42 because, you know, the Seahawks will, sto- will score some points even with Russell Wilson out. Mm-hmm. They scored points last week against the Rams oh, with Geno yeah. Smith in. Yeah. So I'm taking that. I'm comfortable taking the Steelers winning by five. I think they're going to win by a touchdown, and I think they're going to go over 42. But with all of that said, I do have to hand this off to the resident Seahawks fan. Mr. Hamlin, what you got? I got tears on Sunday. That's what I got. <laughs> oh, man. For a second there while you were going off, I was like, dude, minus five. There's no fucking way. Russell Wilson's going to fucking take it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, four to eight weeks. <laughs> so for four to eight weeks, I'm going to be very, very upset. Yeah, that number and, would not be five uh, if Russell Wilson was Nope. I was going to say, you got to take that when it's five because I figured if they lose, it'll be by three. You know, I think this, this would have been a close game with Russ. But yep. uh, with that being said, I think the Steelers are gonna they're gonna roll to this win. Uh, they looked as as much as I hate to say it, they looked really good last week. They, they really did. did. And uh, I watched an interview uh, today with uh, Najee Harris. Uh, it was on NFL Network, and um, just just the way that he was speaking um, about their mindset in the locker room. They just don't give a shit about the way that they started. They're ready to play. They're ready to erase it. Um, I think we're gonna kind of forget about some of the stuff that happened in the beginning of the year. Um, uh, you know, but I don't know. I, I think in this one, uh, the you Seahawks don't want to say that you want to take the, you don't want to say that you want to take the Steelers. I got to take, take the Steelers by five. <laughs> I got to do it, you know, and this like, like my, uh, co-host buzz said, you know, um, you can't bet against your team, so I'm not going to actually put any units on this game, but if I was yeah. going to, I'm taking a minus five. For the five. sake of the show. Minus five. I would take them by even more if they yeah, offered it. I think it. they're going to win by um, a touchdown at least. I really don't know about over-unders. I always get fucked on them. You know well, I love at 42, overs. 42, I think. But I think that this game, at the end of the day, the Seahawks can't stop the run. Uh, they're giving up 145 yards on the ground. That's which a is, lot for the NFL. It really What's that is. rank? Do you, does it show you what I don't see the is? ranking right here, but in it's addition... It's got to be towards the bottom of the league. They give up 321 say. passing yards. They're giving Holy up more shit. yards uh, passing, rushing, 
and more points allowed per game than they're putting up. So they're getting beat in every single category. They don't have a good defense. That means that Ben's going to have a good game. Yeah. He's going to pass to everybody. Najee's going to have a big game. He's probably going to go for over 100 yards rushing. He'll probably have a touchdown or two. He'll probably catch a little bit. Um, I got no faith in the Seahawks, and it just pains me. It just pains me to say it. They're going to go to two and four this week, and the Steelers are going to even themselves up. I'm staying away from the money line, and I'm probably going to take the spread, and I'm going to put it in my weekly parlay, to be honest, uh, for the Steelers. <laughs> I probably am. So, yeah, that's, uh, those are my thoughts on that, and uh, I'm just depressed. So I'm excited to see it. what T.J. Watt is going to do to Geno Smith because we started mm-hmm. off this show talking about eating ass. Yeah. He's gonna eat. He's yeah. gonna eat that ass up. Gino's gonna shit on the field. He's, he's gonna. gonna he's gonna. Right he's gonna hear TJ Watt coming, and it's gonna be like in the Water Boy with Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> all he's gonna hear all game long is TJ Watt. He's gonna hear. What is that sound? Yeah. In the back of what? Where is that coming from? Yeah. And he's gonna fucking destroy him. Yep. I'll get. I'll get. If there is a. If you can find a prop on TJ Watt sacks, I, if it. I'm guessing it's gonna be like. Two, two and a half. Take the mm-hmm. over. Take the over on TJ Watts. I agree. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they it's going to be nice. Anyone. Hopefully, you know, like I said, uh, I can't remember the exact stats, but I do remember seeing it. I did not make it up. Ben Roethlisberger has insane stats at home on Sunday night football under the lights as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Mm-hmm. Um, he has great career stats. As soon as I saw those stats, I was kind of on the fence about this game. As soon as I saw those stats, I was like, yep, give me the Steelers. Give me the over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. my that's my play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I get it. You're gonna go with them. You have that's to ride play. with them. Makes sense. It, even if this even if it wasn't a situation, I get what you're saying. Um, I think with this, as you said, obviously Russell Wilson's just such a like difference maker. Even if he doesn't have a lot like around him as, as far as like O line protection, mm-hmm. he still makes it happen. I don't necessarily think that this is gonna have anything to do with Roethlisberger though. I think it's gonna be, and I actually I'm a huge fan of uh, Najee Harris. Like yeah. I think he's gonna be a huge difference maker. Um, Claypool, I think it's he's only got one touchdown and in the Juju's year. Juju's not playing. He's out for there. the rest of the yeah, year. He'll be on yeah. Claypool there. So that's one less guy that they have to worry about yep. spreading targets to. I think and I think start relying this is just mm-hmm. uh, this is just kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys have looked at it because I was always curious, like what the like average like quarterback rating is. Like yeah. I mean for the QBR, right? Yeah. And I was looking through trying to find it, and the only thing I found was, um, you know, like what is considered to be a good one. They say around mid nineties, this and that. Sixty nine. Be my guess. <laughs> I said like mid nineties, but Roethlisberger sitting at a big old forty one point six this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I know yeah, it's I mean, early, but I, mean, and I know, you know, but that's why I'm saying I just don't think it's gonna be on him. For I me really, personally, could, I think it's. You could Najee. tell me that was like a twelve. I'm still taking this. Yeah, first. I just so. think it'll be Najee Harris that does it. Um, but I actually, if I had to go anywhere with this, um. I would definitely go with the Steelers as much as it pains me to do it to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make me happy. <laughs> you could have taken the Seahawks. I don't, I don't care. I don't care who you take. Take, like, who, take who you think will win. I don't care. Well, I think the Steelers are going to win. That's right. why I said that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. make me happy, though. I wish you wouldn't. I don't want you over, I don't want you over here, you fucking you ben- you on the you team. Benedict Arnold motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Need you over here. Good juju that I'm switching. I'm going Seahawks. <laughs> okay. yeah. um, I think Geno yeah, Smith's going like to eat baby. that defense up. Just like that. No, but actually, I'm actually yeah. not kidding when I say I think even with Geno Smith, I don't – the Steelers yeah, are just man. kind of just gross. Like, I don't have any confidence in them. Besides, I think mm-hmm. Najee Harris Watch is heating up. I think he'll I think be okay. Be the key. I think if Najee Harris gets shut down, though, then I think it's the Seahawks all the way. Well, there's no fucking way. Because Roethlisberger – If he gets shut down If he does – 
outstanding Seahawks yards. defense. Yeah. I think there's, no there's a better chance for him to get shut down than Roethlisberger be the shining star that's here. That's so, true. That's all that's I'm saying. True. So, I mean, that. Yeah. either way, yeah, I go Steelers. Yeah. Um, what, but this game's garbage, too. It's a big old toilet It really bowl. is. Don't I, care about it. That's why it's prime time, right? I think. Uh, well, they pick the a lot of games beforehand value. that are bad. Yeah. Didn't you uh, complain yeah. the other? Yeah, we'll, we'll the see. Other week? Yeah. I'm sure we'll see Mac Jones on uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, we'll see. Throwing for a buck seventy nine and a pick. What? I just yeah. have to tell the people. I think that the most value here, as I look at the statistics, comes in the fact that the Seahawks give up 145 rushing yards on the ground. Uh, they give up 321 passing yards on the ground. The Steelers have been struggling for a passing little bit to ground. put up yard, passing yards through the <laughs> My go. bad. You know what the fuck How I meant. How dare you? Okay, so <laughs> that's a grand total of 466 yards a game. Like I said, we know that the Steelers have been struggling to run the ball with the exception of last but week. I'm telling you, last we week know they that the so Steelers have been so struggling to pass well, the ball. Thank God, by golly, that they got means, one good so week. Much better. They're that on means it. that Ben Roethlisberger's passing yards will be low. Uh, for a prop, which is bet. good. I would that prefer means to see Najee's will be low for a prop bet. And with these statistics that I'm sharing with you, with how much they give up, you got to take the over on those prop bets. I'm not sure where they are, but I think that that's going to be the most value because All Vegas right. is going to think that they're not going to put up numbers. And I'm looking at it, and I'm telling you, baby, they're putting up fucking numbers against the, the Seahawks. The best way happen. for the Steelers to win at this point in Ben Roethlisberger's career is for him to have less than 25 passing attempts. Yeah. Going into the fourth well, especially quarter, today. Going into the fourth quarter last week, I think he was like 15 for 19, and that's mm-hmm. exactly where I want him to be. In I want him to manage the game. I want him to make the throws yeah. that he has to make. The first mm-hmm. touchdown the last two weeks against the Packers the mm-hmm. previous week was a 50-yard bomb to Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Started off fat. I know they lost that game, mm-hmm. but this previous weekend, um, same idea. Deontay Johnson had like a 50-yard touchdown to kick yep. off the game. That's that's team. all we need from Ben Roethlisberger. We need him to hand the football off to Najee Harris. We mm-hmm. need him to build up the play action. Mm-hmm. And like when, I said, especially when this it, game. Yeah, and when something is there, that's when I want Ben Roethlisberger throwing the football. But mm-hmm. until then, keep him below 25 pass attempts, mm-hmm. and I bet you we win this football game. So, so it sounds yeah. like we're in agreement. Basically, as long as Roethlisberger gets out of the way, they should be all right. Yep. Yep. And uh, he may not be the problem this week, although he has been in other weeks. I think he'll, uh, I think he'll be okay this week. You know, like I said, the Seahawks suck. So yeah, you know, I mean, when you fuck. look at that game they played against the fuck. Bengals, I think he had like close to f- sixty pass attempts. Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, way too and, many. And you look how poorly that happened. They like, put up ten points. You can't ask it. him yeah. to do that. Yeah. You can't ask. That's 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 losing yeah. football. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's the Sunday night football game. Mm-hmm. The last game of the week is the Monday, Monday night. night football game. We got the Bills traveling to Nashville to play the Titans. Mm-hmm. The Bills are five-and-a-half-point road favorites. Mm-hmm. The total is at 54. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, my pick, I'm going to parlay the Bills minus five-and-a-half with the under. Um, I don't think they're going to get to 54. The Bills have been hanging a lot of points, but the Titans have a little bit of respect for themselves. I don't think they're going to get blown the fuck out, but I think mm-hmm. they're going to lose by like at least a touchdown or two. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want to parlay the, the side in the total, at least take the Bills five and a half. I think that's a lock. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm going to take the, the side in the total with the Bills in the under. Um, mm-hmm. But that's my pick. What do you guys got? Uh you want to go first? You want me to? I don't got much to say besides I, I just I agree with what Ben is saying over there. It's I don't think that with the Bills' defense as good as they are, I don't see the Titans putting up enough to hit that 54 for the over-under. And I don't see mm-hmm. the Bills. I mean, the Bills definitely can put up points, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think even if the Bills put up 35, the not they're not going to get there. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty set. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I uh I agree with both of those picks. Uh, I think the Bills are going to kind of roll to one in this one. Uh, five and a half is not enough points in this situation. Uh, they got a really good defense. Um, those wide receivers have been missing some time a little bit. I know Derrick Henry's a freak, but if you know that uh, that's what you really got to stop, and then you got Tre'Davious White back there, a couple other guys helping to uh, stop some of these receivers, I think that's going to make a big difference. Uh, the Titans give up way too many fucking yards. They're giving up 392 yards total, 279 through the air, 112 on the ground. They do not have the personnel on defense nope. to stop the Bills. And Josh all. Allen's too good. Stephon Diggs is too good. Uh, I think that they're going to roll to this one. I love the Bills. I'm picking the Bills to go from the AFC to the Super Bowl anyway, so oh, this yeah. is the type of game that I feel like yeah. is a lock. I'm confident enough yeah. to call it a Fort Knox lock of the week. Yeah, this could be my third minus I'm, five and I'm a half. I'm with you, though. Hell yeah. I'm with you on the Bills. Beer money, Fort Knox yeah, lock. Yeah. I just can't, you know, the Titans losing 27 to 24. I don't care if you had both your receivers out, but that was to the Jets in overtime. That's disgusting. It makes me want to throw up all over my microphone. <laughs> I just absolutely cannot have any faith in the Titans whatsoever. Uh, no. The Bills... The Bills are going to put their little buffalo horns right in their ass, and they're going to ride that all the way to victory, baby. You ever been sodomized by a buffalo? Yeah. (laughs) You're about to this weekend. (laughs) Oh, good. But, yeah, so in all seriousness, Bills minus five and a half. Yes. Yes. That is a lock. I think that's a show lock. I think that's a consensus lock. It is a beer money consensus, and with that being said, I believe that that is going to wrap our NFL segment. So we're going to push you off to one of our sponsors one more time. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little Major League Baseball playoffs and a little bit of soccer from all around the world. Buying and selling real estate can be a stressful process. You want a professional that you can trust to help you along the way. That professional is Kyle McGeechan at Two Rivers Realty. He is going to make sure that you can finally do what we've all wanted to do, as big old gambling degenerates. Bet the house. You bet that house on Kyle McGeechan at Two Rivers Realty. And we're back here on the Beer Money Podcast for our third and final segment of the day. We're going to be talking a little Major League Baseball playoffs right now. You know, we got to start off with the hometown team. The Red Sox made the ALCS baby against all odds. You know, Chaim Bloom got his old team, the Tampa Bay Rays. We beat him 3-1, to one, made him look bad, baby. So, you know, we're going to come in here against the Astros. I'm sure that the Red Sox series is way down. They got to be plus money right now because the yeah. Astros are favored in game one at minus 135. The Red yep. Sox are plus 125. The run line is minus one and a half. Um, Chris Sales on the mound for the Red Sox. Framber Valdez is on the mound for the Astros. I don't know enough about Framber Valdez to tell you anything about him, but I hope Chris Sale either pitches a fucking gem or doesn't go much more than three innings because I am terrified of this Houston Astros lineup. I know that the Red Sox can hit, but the Astros can hit. And the Astros will cheat, baby. I do. And have. they have home field advantage. So you know that they're going to have the game one, two, and six and seven if necessary. And that could be a problem for the Red Sox because the Astros are tearing the cover off the ball at home. And it does make you wonder. I wonder why. Are you cheating again? I, I don't know. Why. But we'll find out. We'll see what happens with this game. You know me, though. 
I got to ride with the Red Sox, so I'm not going to cast any units on this game. If I was going to in game one, I do have to pick the Astros as much as it pains me, but I will be sitting this game out and just hopefully enjoying a Red Sox victory. What do my co-hosts think about this game? So I do have Fran Rivaldez's stats pulled up. Mm-hmm. Um, out. So bad. this year, he's a good uh, pitcher. During the regular season, he was eleven and six, respectable, three point one four ERA. Mm-hmm. His WHIP sitting at one point two five, hundred and twenty five strikeouts, respectable season. Mm-hmm. However, I just looked at his postseason stats. Uh, just this postseason, mm-hmm. pitching for the Astros, mm-hmm. he's played one game, started one game. His ERA is 8.3. Mm. 8.3. Mm-hmm. He gave up five or four runs in four innings. Mm-hmm. Four is not going to kill you. It's not going to end the world, but mm-hmm. you know, it's also not ideal. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're putting him out there in the first game against Chris Sale. Chris Sale hasn't been a gem either. You know, he got lit up a little bit against the Rays. Uh, mm-hmm. They ended up coming back and winning that game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see. If you know, like Ham said, me personally, as a Red Sox fan, it doesn't really. It's not too hard for me to take the Sox in this in this opening game. It is hard, mm-hmm. like like you said, Astros have been killing it at home with the Vats. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, Chris Sale wakes up and decides, "Hey, this is my time. It's ALCS. This is what yep. they brought me here. This is why they paid me the big bucks. I took great. a year and a half off with the injury. Mm-hmm. I'm back. I'm ready to go." Mm-hmm. Um, and Fran Rivaldez's stats so far in the postseason are not inspiring. Mm-hmm. I like the Red Sox here. Mm-hmm. Those are comparable lineups, too, between the White Sox and the Red Sox, and that's who he pitched against. Yeah, I mean, Chris Sale's obviously stats aren't great either after that rough outing. But with that said, i got to believe that Chris Sale has a better chance to bounce back than Valdez. A lot more faith in a bounce Mm -hmm. back, exactly. Exactly. And I know the home Mm -hmm. thing does play into it, but, I mean, both teams got the bats going. Mm -hmm. Uh, I definitely understand why it's a sketchy game Mm -hmm. for you, uh, Hamlin. Like you mentioned, probably staying away from it, this and that. Mm -hmm. But I personally have already planned on definitely putting some units on this one. Yeah, I mean, if if you're a Red Sox fan, and currently you can get the Red Sox at plus money, Mm -hmm. why not throw a unit on there? Yeah. You're not paying any juice. Mm -hmm. You might as well throw a unit on the Sox. Yeah. Because like we were were just talking about, Mm -hmm. there's a lot more chance that Chris Sale bounces back and has a great game instead Mm of, you know, Valdez. And they do have bats, man. Yeah, you know. I like the bullpen, too. I mean, it's been playing well for the most part. I mean, yes, you know, we talked about the mean streaky, but... And, you know, Cora, Cora knows that organization inside now. He mm-hmm. used to be employed by those Astros. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. he did get in a little bit of trouble. He got in a little bit of shit. Might have stepped in it a little bit while he was on the yeah. Astros. But, hey, might have yeah. banged some trash That's cans. all in the past. It's yeah. all in the past. <laughs> yeah. Banging cans, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll take the Sox, too, 100%. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got at least one, if not two units, I'm throwing down on that. What's our next? Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, I hope you guys are right. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me as too. a fan, baby, I hope you're right. And as a fan of the show, I hope you're right as well. Uh, tonight, the uh, Dodgers and the Giants will play game five. The Giants are favored by one and a half runs. And the line currently is minus 115 for the Giants. The Giants have Logan Webb on the mound, who pitched an absolute gem, seven and a third innings against the Dodgers earlier in this series. Um, 
I for a home team in a game five in a divisional deciding game, the fact that the Giants are only minus one fifteen, mm-hmm. that's more or less a pick 'em. If you're talking yeah. about if you're talking about baseball, yeah, you know, if Vegas really had faith in the Giants, they kind of have to, as a matter of principle, make the Giants the yeah. home favorite. And Logan but, Webb's statistics, I think, probably push him that way. His ERA at home this year is two. I think, uh, let's see, 1.96 at home. Okay. He hasn't lost. So, you know, that number is definitely going to be pushed in favor of the Giants. Um, I understand that. But at the end of the day, I've said this so many times, uh, talking baseball, and we just haven't quite made it uh, to this segment yet. The Dodgers have too many guys in a tie ball game that can create a run out of nothing. And I don't just mean a home run. I mean Trey Turner laying a bunt, making an error because he runs so fast, right? The defense throws it away. He ends up on second base. You know, this lineup is too good. You got Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Trey Turner, Will Smith, and then Justin Turner. All in a row. These guys are going to put up numbers. They just saw Logan Webb. Um, They're having every other game. They seem to be putting up numbers. Uh, So... Today, it looks like they might have a down game, but at the end of the day, I do think that they're going to break through. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think a lot of us like the under. I'm taking the under, and at the end of the day, I got to take the Dodgers on the plus money. They're plus 105, and I just got to ride with that. I think they're going to come into San Francisco and shock the Giants and move on to the NLCS. And, Ham, you know what's interesting? What? Approximately five minutes before those words came out of your mouth just now, you Mm -hmm. know what I did? What? I threw a parlay in mm-hmm. for the Dodgers uh-huh. with the under. Hell yeah. And the Bucks to cover six and a half tonight. Let's go, baby. So That's you know I'm on the Dodgers. I'm on the Dodgers. I'm on the under. Hell yeah. You read my fucking mind. Fuck yeah, baby. Yep. Yeah, I like, like the Dodgers that. too, for sure. I'm not going to lie. It kind yep. of uh, made me hesitate when I initially saw a relief pitcher mm-hmm. for the Dodgers starting on the mound. Mm-hmm. I know, like you mentioned, you know, it's a different... Different day for baseball. Yep. Things are different now. Different day and age. And then I made me also realize don't overthink it. So yeah, I'm just sticking with exactly. the Dodgers. Because yep. for a second I wanted to, and then I was like, nope, yeah, no, you're overthinking it now. Yep. So I'm sticking with the Dodgers. Plus, I mean, there's no way that – I mean, Turner is just one of my favorite players. Yeah. He's just – he's so good at, like, everything he does, basically, yep. as far as the baseball field goes. And I so just – I can't imagine he's not sitting there in his head like, literally, you want to see some real speed, bitch? Yeah. Literally, he's down a puck, he's <laughs> off, like – I mean, I, this dude's food. awesome. I would love if I wish I wish they were like mic'd up and have Trey Turner like look back at the catcher when he steps in the box and be like, "You want to see some speed?" That would bitch? be so <laughs> awesome, so fucking awesome. He's crazy. Also, yeah. I think we talked about this in our group chat. We we circulated this article. Vegas stands to lose a fucking shit ton of money if yeah. the Giants come yeah. out and win this series and probably steamroll the rest of the league and, and mm-hmm. go to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Vegas stands to lose a lot of money. Millions. And if you want to get a little QAnon real quick, if you want to get a little conspiratorial... Oh, I do. I don't see Rob Manfred allowing the Giants to advance past this series. Okay. I know that there's that's probably a little out in left field, no pun intended, <laughs> but... Makes me want the Giants to win more now. But yeah. I really don't see oh, the Giants cool. pulling through on this. There's way too much at stake. There's way too much money at stake. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know. You know, if Vegas lost a bunch mm-hmm. of money, you would have the world's smallest violin playing in my house. I don't care yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. My, Me yeah too. exactly. But they also, they also hold all the cards. They pull all the strings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that there's something, you know, anything funky going on. But at the same time, I'm, I'm not not saying that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and like, and like, uh, like Buzz said, End of the day, don't overthink it. This is the Dodgers. They're fucking stacked. Mm-hmm. The Giants have been playing really good baseball this year. Mm-hmm. But if you take a one-game coin flip, mm-hmm. 
our team versus your team, mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it that the Dodgers have a better yeah. group of players than the, than the Giants mm-hmm. do, and that's what it comes down yeah. to. So. They got more pitching to throw tonight in a game five. I think that that's a very important point yep. in a game five when anyone could pitch. There's yep. no tomorrow. Yep. And if you're not a baseball fan, if you think it's boring, just watch these games and, and tell me if you still think it's yeah, boring. Yeah, playoff play baseball, baseball baby. gets me Fucking hard. Wild. Yeah, yep. it's hard. To <laughs> stay hard. It's hard to That's stay right. focused with 162 That's games. Right. I'm watching like every single yeah. game, but the playoffs really like, hardly ever disappoint. It, it's so, so true. Yeah, it's so true. So right now, unfortunately, it is that time of year where, since it's Game Five, and since we're waiting for the other series to start before we can give more opinions, there's not a ton of baseball talk that can be done right now. So we are going to move on to club soccer all over the world. Um, so right now, I think the most logical place to start is in the most popular place. I think we're going to start in the English Premier League. And, uh, you know, this is my cup of tea. No pun intended. A little sporty. A little sporty. What a bicky. I've been waiting for this moment for a while. You know, I've been studying. It was international week last <laughs> week, so I didn't have my best weeks. So here we are, baby. We're coming in, and we're trying to show you that I'm the soccer expert. I'm going to give you some winners right here. The first pick that I have is on Saturday. It's Liverpool over Watford by one and a half goals. That line right now is at minus 110. Yes. Watford is not great. Liverpool is fucking Liverpool, baby. Liverpool is great. They got plenty of players. They have one of the best scorers in the league in Mohamed Salah. They're going to put up goals. They're going to play defense because they have a great defense. They're going to win this game by two goals at least. After that game, we're going to look at Manchester City versus Burnley. This is a very surprising pick. Nobody's really going to believe what I'm going to say. You're going to take Burnley? That's too bad. I'm not going to take Burnley outright, but the spread right now is two and a half goals. And I got to go Burnley at plus two and a half. Okay. Right now, Manchester City is a good team. But the thing about Manchester City that's really fucking weird is they basically have the entire English national team. Basically the whole thing. They got Jack Grealish, Raheem Sterling, uh, Phil Foden. Tell them. A couple other players that are on the English national team. In addition, anyone who's played in South America over this international break has to quarantine for 10 days. So they're not going to have their Brazilians. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You know what happens in South America? They're not going to have their Brazilians. Their international players are coming. They might be a little bit tired. Grealish isn't known for having the best conditioning. Uh, Raheem Sterling only plays about half of the games when he's in or 60 minutes at most. I think they're going to be tired. I don't think that they're going to be sharp. I'm taking Burnley at plus two and a half, even though Manchester City is going to win. But that handicap is too much. Do you know why they're going to be tired? Why? Because you know what happens in South America. <laughs> and, it, and it rhymes with snookers and snow. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. The real reason, if anyone needs to know, is COVID protocol, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was some fuckers in snow. Yes. Bus. Uh, Moving on. Allegedly. (laughs) We're going to go to Chelsea over Brentford. This is one of my favorite matchups. Chelsea is up at the top of the table. Uh, Brentford is a bit of a surprise winner. In great form. So the odds, yeah, that's right. Brentford is in great form, and uh, that's going to push form. the odds a little bit uh, to a place where I'm very comfortable with that's them. Why, that's when you pounce. So, you know, we got to hop on Chelsea, baby. Chelsea minus one is minus 105. That means that the book doesn't think that that's going to happen. But you know what the most ridiculous thing is? is if Chelsea wins this game, they have to win by at least one goal. 
So That's anytime push, you see right? a minus one, it's a push. And if it goes over, you win the money. So if you can stomach that, it's a good bet. If you can't stomach that, that's fine. For me, that goes into my parlays. Feel it in my stomach. You know, yeah, that goes it. into my parlays because if you push on an outright winner right like that, it's still going to push. It's going to lose you a little bit of money on the total tally, a little bit of units on the total tally, but it's worth it to me. After that, we got to go with plus money on Brighton over Norwich. Norwich City is not a good team. Uh, Brighton is a surprising team. They just tied a uh, top-of-the-table team that I can't remember off the doesn't, top of my doesn't head. Doesn't Norwich have the – isn't there a shield or their logo? Isn't it like a bird or something? It is. That's a soft-ass yeah. logo. It, it is a soft-ass logo. It's a soft-ass fucking logo. And Brighton Hove Albion like a isn't a much also. better logo, yeah. but I will say that at plus 110, a team at the top of the table – I've got to take them over Norwich. I got to have it, baby. I got to take that plus money. Two other plus money games that I have to hop on real quick. Everton over West Ham. This is also in the English Premier League. It pains me to go against anyone with Ham in the name. But I have to go against West Ham in this. Everton has two players that literally when I'm watching, it's the most confusing thing to my mind. They got this guy, (laughs) Decore, and this guy, Damari Gray. And for some reason, they look so similar and play so similar, so fast, so smooth, so lethal and sharp, that I get them confused. I don't know which one's doing what. I just know that they're both really fucking good. They score too many goals. They're going to put them up in this game as well. This is another one at plus 142. This has got to go in my parlays because that makes everything more juicy baby that makes every spot of tea that much tastier and i've got to have it the last one that i gotta have at plus money is tottenham over newcastle tottenham's not gonna have their brazilians young min son he just played in international duty so did harry kane they're gonna be tired but plus 101 you gotta go with the tottenham hotspurs because we love tottenham and we love tottenhams if you know what i'm saying baby dump them dump the tottenhams i don't know what the line is but moving on we're gonna take arsenal over crystal palace we'll take the spread line when it comes out that's all for my epl picks but i got a couple other leagues if you can stay with me real quick we're gonna move over to spain we're gonna go to la liga we're gonna go to real sociedad over mallorca at minus one at minus 140 Minus 140 tells you that... That's a favorite. Exactly. That's a that's pretty good favorite that's in a soccer. spread, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they're telling you that you got to have it. Real Sociedad is a good team. They're up near the top of the table. They play good defense. Mallorca's hit or miss. We got to take them. Minus one. Uh, moving over to France. PSG is minus one and a half against Angers on Friday. They're going to have to play without Neymar You know what? I got an Messi. anger problem. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an anger problem. PSG's going to fix it. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Fucking uh, PSG has to play this week without um, Neymar and Lionel Messi because they both play for South American national teams and they have to quarantine. Stickers Everybody's going to think that that's a problem. It's not a fucking problem. Killian Mbappe don't give a fuck. Killian Mbappe is going to play better without Neymar, that fucking tramp. He called him that on the field. He doesn't want to play with him. He doesn't give a You're shit a about playing Trump. with Messi. So he's going to have a great game. I got to take PSG minus one and a half. That's at minus 120. Moving quick. Bayern Munich in Bundesliga. That's going to go into my parlays. They're minus 181. I don't love their spread line right now. But I am going to put that in my parlay because Bayern Munich 
is just too damn good. Moving on to two more leagues, we have to cover the MLS and the USL. In the MLS, I harp on you every single fucking time I see Seattle. You got to take Seattle. I tell you every time, bet against an MLS team from Texas because they fucking suck and they don't give a damn about soccer. Seattle's playing Houston, and they are plus 180. This is the best team in the Western Conference, maybe in the whole league. They have world-class international players. If you see Seattle at plus 180 and you don't take it, I'm going to punch you in your fucking mouth. Right in the fucking right mouth. Right in the fucking mouth. Right in the kisser. Right in the kisser, mate. Right in the kisser. Right kiss, Are they missing people because of that South American um, stuff? They don't have a lot of South Americans. They have a lot of Mexicans. Um, they so got a North Americans, some Americans. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're thinking that uh, some of these international players might sit for the game. But they have too many players, and Houston is just a bad team. And uh, yeah, they imagine, have a couple international players. Imagine as well, picking so. uh, a soccer team from Houston to win a, to yeah. win a game. Man, you aren't just kidding. The bottom yeah. three teams for the West is all yeah. the, uh, Texas they're, teams. They're about to catch it in the bottom as well, mate. Mm-hmm. Texas is so bad at soccer, it's unbelievable. <laughs> New England over Chicago is minus 255. And again, there's no value in taking that outright. No. I don't really love the spread line in that either because New England has a couple players on international Chicago's duty too, coming right? back. Chicago's mm-hmm. okay. Bottom of the table for that. But I like the minus 255 in another parlay. I like to put that in maybe with a favorite. You know, if you put New England and Seattle at minus 255 and plus 180, and you're going to be way over uh, plus money. Oh, yeah. Um, last soccer game that I'm going to pick is in the USL, which I'm just going to preface with. I know nobody fucking cares about the USL because it's minor league soccer for you, one of the smallest what? soccer leagues in the world. I care because you care, Ham. I was going to say. I care, goddammit. I damn care, it. and I care because there's value <laughs> there. This Saturday, Hartford is going to play a team called Loudon, which is from uh, Virginia, I believe. I'm not really sure. I don't know where the hell Loudon is. Loudon's about to get real quiet. God they, damn it. Hartford just beat them in a comeback win. Um, and they were at plus money the other day. I think this weekend they're going to be at plus money again. And Loudon is the absolute worst dog shit team I've ever seen in USL. It's not My even close. Shit. They're so far down the table. Their goal differential is bullshit. It's awful. If they could get relegated, they should, but that doesn't happen in this league. So you got to take Hartford over Loudon. That's right. That's exactly why. There's nothing. There's nothing lower than this except for like high school and college soccer. Say Loudon so, uh, Soccer Club looks like it's yeah. looks like it's Virginia. Yeah. Those, those guys definitely bad groceries during the week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they definitely Loudon. don't get paid enough. No. And so uh, last sport because you know I got to cover it. Candace Parker versus Brittany Griner. <laughs> you know I got to have it, baby. It's Candace, Candace and the Sky are going back to Chicago for Game Three. The series is tied one to one. I'm picking Chicago in Game Three. I'm picking Phoenix in Game Four. Um, and then I'm picking Phoenix in game five when they come back home. We'll, s- we'll see what happens right there. It's going to be a very interesting series, very competitive series, very compelling basketball. Um, either way, there's a lot of value to be had there. And, uh, you know, if you listen back through these things, you'll hear me say that I'm going to parlay a number of things. So right now, I'm actually going to say out loud my favorite parlays of the day. I'm going to give you an eight-team parlay for the weekend, and then we are going to close this show out with a word from our sponsors. The first one on the list is going to be the Cowboys over the Patriots at minus three and a half. The next one is the Chargers money line. The next one is the Rams over the Giants at minus ten and a half. 
the Bills at minus five and a half will close out my football segment of the parlay. And if you want to stop right there, you're already probably going to be doing pretty well with a very small bet. After that, I got to add Liverpool over Watford at minus one and a half. Brighton over Norwich at plus 110. Those are both in the EPL. After that, I got to go Everton versus West Ham in the EPL for plus 142. And then after that, I got to skip over to the MLS to close it out with Seattle over Houston at plus 180. I don't have these all in right now, but I can guarantee you that that's a parlay worth at least 30 units if you cast a half a unit. It's going to bring you good value if you go with it. I'm not going to guarantee that it wins, but you know, you could use pieces of that if you want to, or you can use the whole thing. We'll see what happens. I think when I talk to you on Monday, I'm going to be feeling pretty good, and I'll have bought the whole team rounds after these wins. But with that being said, I want you to go on to our Instagram at beermoney207. I want you to go on to Facebook at the Beer Money Podcast. I want you to follow both of those pages. Follow this show if you're listening. Leave us a review if you're listening. Rate the show. Tell us what you think. Leave us some comments on our pages. You can find me on Instagram at Padre Parlay. You can find my co-host Buzz Allwins on Instagram at Buzz Allwins. You can find Ben wherever the hell he wants you to find him. He's all over the place, and I'll let him plug himself. But we want to thank you for listening, and we want to appreciate you for being here wherever you're listening from. And again, hit that follow button and let us know what you think. Buying and selling real estate can be a stressful process. You want a professional that you can trust to help you along the way. That professional is Kyle McGeechan at Two Rivers Realty. He is going to make sure that you can finally do what we've all wanted to do as big old gambling degenerates. Bet the house. You bet that house on Kyle McGeechan at Two Rivers Realty. We are legally obligated to tell you that the Beer Money Podcast does not guarantee results. All of our bets, all of our picks are suggestions, and they are made to be taken as such. Always do your research. Always be a responsible gambler. And if you or anyone you know has a problem with gambling, please go online to find your state's local resources.